The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Has plenty of time. Now rolls right. There's nobody there, and it's going to be picked off by Victory Sykes at the 20, the 15, the 10. He should walk in, makes the man miss, and into the end zone. Touchdown. Victory Sykes, a 19-yard interception return, and Burwell is up 13 to nothing. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Handoff, Dibbern, right up the middle, finds a seam, and he's gone. Down to the 15-10, five, touchdown, touchdown, Aurora Huskies. Six programs will hoist a state title trophy this season, and you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion. But first, the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And good morning, everyone, from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. It is time for the 2015 Nebraska State High School Football Championships, your exclusive radio home for all six Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation and online at flatriverpreps.com. Our online streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit with our producer engineer, Caleb Henry, and Larry Baker. I'm Doug Duda as we get ready for the first of six championships. It's in D1 as the Bruning Davenport Shickley Ball Club. The Eagles are back after being rolled in this game last year by Hemingford, and now they are back trying to bring home a state championship against the Burwell Longhorns, who many people in our listening area had a chance to see with a couple of games against Amherst and Blue Hill in the playoffs, and they are making their first ever appearance in a state football championship in school history. Larry, uh, that says a lot right there. Uh, we see a Burwell team that was not expected to be here in the state championship, uh, no matter where they were in the seedings, but they are the team that uh, played consistent football throughout the playoffs, and they had close ones. I mean, a three-point win, scoring in the last minute at home in the quarterfinals, uh, or in the second round, I should say, then down by 21 points on the road to Amherst and scoring uh, the last 33 or 40 points in that football game and then just taking care of a Clearwater Orchard team in the semifinals that they had beaten earlier in the season. So this is a team that was actually on the ropes a couple of times and played outstanding in the semifinals and will take on a BDS team that uh, has beaten some awful, awful good opponents in the eastern bracket. Yeah, when you talk about Burwell, Doug, one of the things that you do get is you talk about that consistency through the playoffs. This is a program that's had that consistency for really the better part of two decades. And part of it really starts with our coaching staff. Burwell, a very proud community in and of itself, but their entire coaching staff, they're all Burwell guys. They're all guys that are Burwell alum. They understand the town. They understand they get every kid out for uh, football. They've been snake bit in the playoffs, but this is a program that hasn't had the old two and six type season in the last 20 years. They've done it right. That consistency uh, we saw really pay off through these playoffs. Now, can they take that big jump? 
on a big stage against a team that, as you said, was blown out of here last year by one of the better uh, Class D teams we've seen in a number of years in Hemingford. They've got the experience. Their stud offensive players have played in this stadium. Can Burwell handle that? This is the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark, our New Tech Seed dealer near you. There is only one common opponent between these two, and that is Blue Hill. It was a non-district game in the second week of the season for BDS. They won that by a score of 38-21, to and that was one of their two closest games of the regular season. The other close one was a 14-point win over High Plains, which many kind of thought maybe that would end up being the East final, but it was not creating a very good ball club. And BDS really uh, jumped out to a huge lead uh, against Creighton in the semifinals, up 32 to nothing, and then uh, almost got caught uh, as Burwell caught Amherst. BDS was almost caught last week. And you compare Blue Hill, and it's it's hard to do that. Burwell wins by three late in the season against a Blue Hill team that was better at that point than they were in week two when BDS beat them 38-21. to But uh, both physical ball clubs and uh, maybe uh, a little bit of a comparison tells you that this could be a good competitive football game. Yeah, and I think you just said it, Doug. That is the real comparison. Blue Hill and Burwell play the same style of football. They play that smash-mouth, tough-guy game. We're going to take a break here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups. We'll get a preview from Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report of what he thinks of today's D1 championship. It's all coming up after this on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service, and our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck Well, you got a nice day on hand here, too, Larry. It's nice to see that uh, the kids and the teams will be able to enjoy a little sunshine and November weather that's not frigid here, especially when you play in the morning. Well, yeah, and the flagpoles are limp, and both these teams want to sling it around the field, Doug, so that is nice. Well, this is the time that uh, is going to get you right here is when you run out of that Memorial Stadium tunnel for the first time and probably in (coughs) Burwell's case, it may be the only time very rarely do you get to make two trips down here like Bruning Davenport Shickley has. And so definitely and definitely there is an advantage there. Uh, Burwell's got to survive the first quarter. Well, no question. This is the spot. You and I talk about this every year doing these games. There is such an advantage to those that have been here. If you look across the field and look at the burning burning Davenport Shickley crew, nobody was jumping, nobody was hopping around, nobody's getting hyped during the the tunnel music. Burwell is really fired up. They should be, but you have to control that emotion. 
Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank in Kearney. First off for the Eagles of Bruning Davenport Shickley offensively at center. Number 34, 6'3", 220 pounds, senior is Stuart Rohr. At the left guard is number 56, 6'1", 210 pound, junior Noel Guinness. And at right guard, number 13, 6'4", 220 pound, senior Kendall Dixon. The ends are number 15, 6'1", 200 pound, senior Sam Christensen. And number 50, 6'2", 195-pound senior Ben Elsnick. In the backfield at fullback number eight, a 6-foot, 200-pound freshman John Christensen. At eyeback number two, 5'8", 160-pound junior Kale Kleinschmidt. And at quarterback number five, 6-foot, 180-pound senior Riley Techmeyer. The head coach is of the uh, Bruning Davenport Shickley Eagles. They have co-head coaches in Chris Artisano and Mark Roeder, assisted by Scott Shipley and Cole Ficken. A perfect 12-0 on the season here in the playoffs, defeating Cross County, Neely Oakdale, Guardian Angels, which was the one-versus-two matchup in the paper rankings, and Creighton. For the Burwell Longhorns, no changes here. At center, number 68, 5'10", 185-pound freshman Weston Swoboda. At the guards, number 44, 6'3", 195-pound junior Chase Hofschneider. Number 50, 5'10", 225-pound sophomore Thomas Hughes. At the ends, number 1, 6'4", 200-pound senior Ty Chaffin. And number 4, 6'5", 220-pound junior Tyler Gideon. At fullback, number 22, 6'1", 210-pound senior Lane Helgoth. At eyeback, number 11, 6-foot, 200-pound junior Tory Huffman. And at quarterback, number 8, 6'1", 190-pound senior Victory Sykes. The head coach of the Burwell Longhorns is Luke Gideon, assisted by Mike Max and Will Gideon. They are 11-1 on the season. The only loss was in the regular season finale in the rain to Amherst, a team that they avenged that loss to in the playoffs, beating Boyd County, Blue Hill, Amherst, and Clearwater Orchard. First time ever in the state championship, they had been beaten four consecutive years in the second round of the state playoffs. And, Larry, you look at some of these scores here in the playoffs, Burwell does give up points, 26 to Boyd County, some of those late, but 40 to Blue Hill, 41 and a half to Amherst. But in the last six quarters, they shut out Amherst in the second half, and they gave Clearwater Orchard a meaningless touchdown in their 40-6 to semifinal win. And I think the key is there really is how the defense has played in the last six quarters. That Amherst offense, Doug, I can tell you it's the most dynamic uh, eight-man offense I've ever seen. The uh, sergeant team with Fenske, Fenske, Kojol, Mahler, that crew, and a couple of those teams from Howells, yes, were, were very tough uh, offensive teams, but they didn't have that dynamic piece that Amherst had. Uh, so that was a big deal for Burwell to be able to do, but they do give up points. What they have to be able to do, because they're going to play a very dynamic offense today in BDS, they've got to not give up the big play, because at times Burwell's offense, though it puts up big numbers, it does it in a methodical way many times, and you don't want to get behind in a game like this. Those are your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll be back with more on the new Taxi pregame show, including a little preview from Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report right after this. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. 
Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Just a few moments away from the opening kickoff, but uh, last week on the Doug and Daddy Show, we were able to catch up with Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report and talk about each and every one of the finals. And here's a little bit about what Bob had to say on today's D1 final between BDS and Burwell. Burwell, Burwell just dominated Clearwater Orchard. And really, I've, I've written this and I've said this a couple times, they really looked like a deserving state finals team. There's all kinds of different ways to show up in Lincoln, and it's tough to be phony four weeks in a row. Uh, so you know Burwell's good. You know Burwell's playing well, but it just had it just had that feel. There was nothing surprising about it. I, I walked that sideline and outside of some verbal abuse from over the fence that I could have done without. Uh, I couldn't take my eyes off of those two big receivers that Burwell's got. Uh, Chaffin and uh, and uh, Gideon, and then uh, the way they just manhandled uh, Clearwater Orchard in the line. Uh, it'll take all of that to make that final competitive, but bottom line, they, they, they looked the part the other night. Bob Jensen, Huskerland Prep Report. Let's just take him in order, Bob, and get a quick thought about each one of them. Uh, I mean, initial thought with the way Bruning Davenport Shickley here in D1, that's the first game Monday morning at 1045, uh, came through what many people will believe is the tougher half of the bracket. And then you look at what they did with Blue Hill earlier in the year and what Burwell, that's their common opponent. Uh, I think uh, Burwell has a, has a chance. I'm not picking him to win, but I think a lot of people think this is going to be a blowout. And uh, I think this one could be a little more interesting in D1. The reason it could be a blowout, blowout is I've talked to two or three guys now and one of, the, one of the head coaches down there, and the bottom line is they're still upset about the way they got blown out last year by Hammingford in the final. Um, you know, BDS has got playmakers all across the field. Burwell's got a nice team. They've got some guys that uh, they've got to be awfully proud of, you know, making it to the stadium. But I, I just think Burwell's in over his head against BDS. We'll find out. And that's Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report with a little preview of today's state football championship. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader, contact Terry and Jason Stark or New Tech Seed dealer near you. Burwell and BDS, the D1 state championship will kick off when we return. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Well, Larry, Burwell won the toss. They want the football. Yeah, and we've seen them do that. You know, they did it against Amherst, just the same thing. And uh, they've got an offense, you know, that has put, you know, 4,500 yards on 2,500 on the ground, 2,000 through the air. They're super balanced. They're super tough. And they like having uh, Chaffin return this thing. We saw them do it. Uh, so 
they're just kind of sticking with what they've done here. And can you can you put the ball through the end zone? If you can just kick it through the end zone, take that part of the game out of it, should be outstanding. Chambers-Wheeler Central will be next in the D2 game against Humphrey-St. Francis, and then it is Aurora and Elkhorn South tonight. The C1, C2, and A finals will be tomorrow, and they're all right here on ESPN Radio. Larry, I think if Burwell... I don't even expect Burwell to be ahead at halftime in this football game. If they can be in the ball game at halftime, I think Burwell has an excellent chance here. Bruning, Davenport, Shickley, I, I don't see them as the rally team in this. Not that they can't, but I just don't see them as the team. Burwell has proven that they can do that. Well, yeah, Burwell's. you said it. They've got to have the thing within striking distance in the second half because they're a body blow team, Doug. I mean, they just put so much pressure on you physically. A lot of teams, BDS is one, will put pressure on you schematically. They'll stretch the field horizontally and vertically. Burwell's just going to stand there and smash you and smash you to where then in the second half, the three-yard run is now 8-12. and 12. And we got a Grand Island crew. Congratulations to the Golkas, Jeremy Mueller, Aaron Reedmiller, Rick Stromer. They're all here. They have the D1 game, so congratulations uh, to them. And Adam Central's mixed octet sang the national anthem here, so there'll uh, be somebody doing that to congrat- before each game. Congratulations there. So a little local flavor as well to this football game. Lou Platt, baby, sang the national anthem, and as we all know, Burwell's a Lou Platt team for a long, long time, so that's nice to see. Putting the ball on the tee will be the sophomore Holden Stengel. Both teams have freshmen and sophomore that are going to be a part of this game. We'll see how she all plays out. Moving from south to north with very little wind will be BDS. The sun sometimes can be a factor here in the early morning games. Those 11 o'clock Husker kickoffs, we've seen that before as well. So let's see what is going to happen. Stingle boots it away. It's definitely returnable. It bounces inside the 10, and it will go out of bounds at the six-yard line. And let's see if Burwell makes him kick it again. You definitely love to have Ty Chaffin uh, able to return it, and I would make them kick it again. No question, because what you did see there, Doug, is he doesn't have the leg to get it to the end zone. I mean, that thing goes out of bounds at about – went out of bounds at about the seven, uh, but uh, it had no real – gusto to get to the end zone there and sometimes we've seen we've seen uh, the old bait and switch move every once in a while but uh, we watch the kids uh, pregame kickoff come out here and warm up and they look like they had about 40 good yards in them so we'll see what happens but both these quarterbacks dynamic and obviously in the eight-man game you've got to have that dynamic quarterback who figures in just about everything both can pass both can run in Techmeyer and Sykes in fact Sykes had a hand in every single touchdown in their 64 points against Amherst and took care of business against Clearwater Orchard. So we'll kick it away again. This will be a high end over end right down the middle. Chaffin will take it at his four. Up the middle of the football field of the 10, then runs into some traffic, comes to a stop, and is brought down at the 17-yard line. So the uh, move backfires a little bit. Their field position not as good, and Chaffin didn't know exactly what to do. He couldn't cut left, couldn't cut right. BDS had it covered. Well, yeah, the thing was that ball hung in the air forever, and BDS did a wonderful job getting there. Now we see BDS's big-time defense, Doug. You're going to see some great linebackers uh, out of this crew uh, with Kendall Dista, uh, excuse me, Dixon, Stuart Rohr. They'll give it to Helgoth on the first play of the game, and he will be smashed in the backfield a yard behind the line of scrimmage. They tried to go weak side as the tackle is made by Dixon. They set the Twins out to the right side, and BDS was not fooled. A loss of one. It'll be second down and 11. Yeah, and Elznick uh, in there as well, Doug. Uh, this is a 
uh, very stingy defense. Their linebackers are very, very good. They run a three-man front and let those guys run. Second and 11, back to pass. Plenty of time to throw. Now stepping out of there and being sacked because he went the wrong way was Victory Sykes. He had room to his right. He went to his left. He's dropped all the way back at the 10-yard line. It'll be third down and 17. Yeah, they ran the old eight-man super cross there where they take the two tight ends and cross them deep downfield. And BDS did a great job there. They didn't chase their receivers. They waited for their zone to get threatened and then just ran with the guy. Nobody opened downfield. Stuart Rohr gets the sack, and Burwell's going the wrong way on their opening possession. They come in a power eye formation, and they're just going to hand it off left side, and Huffman will get across the 15 up to about the 18-yard line. They played it safe, and they're going to punt it away. See, Doug, I do think that's their game. They came out in the eye there and ran at them. I do believe that is a big part of Burwell's game is to get tough and get after BDS. BDS has got a lot of athletes. When you let them run sideline to sideline, you kind of play into their uh, wheelhouse a little bit. And so Victory Sykes gets ready to punt the football away. And back to return it will be Kleinschmidt. The punt is away. Kleinschmidt will take it at his 25. Start left, has room 30. 35 breaks a tackle midfield into Burwell territory, breaks another tackle, and finally going to be drugged down by Hofschneider at the 35-yard line. Yeah, and I'm telling you, you do not want to give Kleinschmidt space at all, Doug. He's the kind of guy that can end your night. Uh, you know, 28 touchdowns on the year, plus he's thrown for a couple. Uh, so he is definitely the guy. A 36-yard punt, but about a 20-yard return, and BDS will start the football game first down and 10, and we have our first television timeout here, which they will take at the beginning of each and every football game. But a good start here for BDS. Those are the things that you can run into when you have the ball first, whether you elect to take the ball or whether you defer. If you go three and out, your defense uh, has done the job, and your offense is usually going to have pretty good field position. And the Eagles with the outstanding field position, first down and 10 at the 34 of Burwell. Timeout on the field, 10-10 to go in the first quarter of the D1 championship game. Burwell and BDS scoreless. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Doug to Larry Baker with you. No Doug and Daddy show today and tomorrow. We will be back with our Husker lunch on Wednesday. It is the state football championships, and BDS will spread things out here on first down. Techmeyer will go back to pass. Wants to throw underneath on a screen. It's going to be knocked down by Hofschneider. They were looking for Kleinschmidt out of the backfield, and even if he had thrown it out there, it was well covered by the Longhorns. Doug, I'm telling you right now, that was an inch from Hofschneider picking that for six. They really tried to set up a screen there. They ran shallow crosses, and then we're going to run screen, and Hofschneider had read the thing. State football playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank and Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth here at Memorial Stadium. Now they'll give kind of a double wing look out of a shotgun. That's different. Quarterback's going to keep it off the left side, finds a little bit of a seam, and will stretch it to the 32-yard line. Short gain. Burwell is there, bringing Techmeyer down. Yeah, they love that, Doug. And what, 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 what it allows them to do is they can just run quarterback lead, 
they can run option and run load option out of that. Uh, one of the things to pay attention, I'm seeing uh, Bruning Davenport Shickley do is they're lining their receivers some on, some off, and they're going to try to confuse Burwell on who is and who is not eligible. It is third down and eight at the Burwell 32. Out of the shotgun again, man in motion from right to left here for BDS. And it's going to be a quarterback follow off the right side. Techmeyer makes a miss, gets to the corner, has room. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Eagles. The one man that was there couldn't make the tackle, and it is a 32-yard touchdown of the Eagles strike first. Yeah, and on that, Doug, it's the same thing. What they're doing is they're confusing Burwell a little bit. They're splitting a receiver out, and sometimes he's on the line of scrimmage, which makes the tight end ineligible. Sometimes they're bringing him off and setting another guy on the other side on, which makes that tight end eligible. And that uh, really wreaks havoc with the defense of knowing who you have uh, as far as a pass responsibility. And there, then they just ran the ball to the outside. And they're going to run swinging gate here as they line up for their two-point conversion, and that's what they're going to do. Techmeyer rolls out, looking, looking under some pressure. He'll be able to run it in for the two-point conversion, and conversions could be big because Burwell can kick them, but when the other team forces you to go for two all the time, it can be a play. So the old swinging gate works this time. Techmeyer able to run it in as the wide receivers were covered and just one-on-one matchups there. And uh, that's what we saw there. What you do is you, uh, on that swinging gate, you're counting players, Doug. You count, you send all those receivers and linemen to one side and nobody, or one guy, excuse me, to the other, and you just count players. And if, if, if they don't send enough people to the open side, the quarterback just runs to that side, and that's exactly what he did. A five points back touchdown, a 32-yard run by Riley Techmeyer, 9-17 to go first quarter, BDS 8, and Burwell nothing. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the dent popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the dent popper north of the railroad, 1st Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. The State High School Football Playoffs and ESPN Radio brought to you by Mary Landing Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Ready to kick it away again is Holden Stengel for BDS. And again, it should be deep enough that it cannot be returned. The first one was, that one was about six yards deep, and Burwell will start at their 15-yard line. So really, still no surprise here in what you would expect. BDS coming out right away, Burwell trying to find their way, but now they're behind 8 nothing. Can't afford to get behind too much. Let's see what they do offensively on their second series. Yeah, and, and <laughs> after watching what I watched in person at Amherst, it'll take a lot for me to say Burwell's out of this thing. They just need to line up in the eye, I think, and pound on them a little. And that's exactly what they'll do on first down off the right side. Huffman tries to bounce it outside, dances for three, maybe four yards out to the 18, 18 18-and-a-half-yard line, and it'll be second down. We'll call it seven. Three-and-a-half a a carry, Doug. The only thing that can take you off the field is the band. And right now that's exactly what Burwell needs to do because the other thing that does is it keeps Bruning Davenport Shickley's offense off the field. Riley Techmeyer, the first man in there. Sam Christensen also in on the tackle. Second down and seven. Ball on the right hash now. They'll go shotgun with Sykes and back to pass. Looking to throw underneath, and it is behind. Tipped and caught. Tipped and caught in the open. 40-35 into BDS territory. It went off the hands of Chaffin and then caught by the second man in the secondary. Is that Watts? 
I believe it's Devin Watts in a big play there on a fluke for Burwell. Yeah, it was great. The ball was just thrown a little bit behind Chaffin. Chaffin wasn't able to get it. It bounces right off his shoulder pad, and they were running a nine route behind him. And there you go. What a catch. So first down, first of the ball game, and Burwell's up over the ball. They're ready to go at the 30-yard line. They'll run student body right. Huffman looking for his blocks. Not a whole lot there, and Techmeyer stacks him up. Also in there to help make the tackle was Guinness. And maybe a yard on the play trying to ride the momentum there. It'll be second down and nine. Yeah, laterally again, uh, Burwell tried to go lateral there, and and too much, uh, too many playmakers for BDS. Burwell's running the ball. They're going to be better going right at him, getting man on a man. Burwell's bigger and tougher, Doug. Second down and nine. Hell got the fullback. They'll fake it to him and give it to Huffman, who looks for the hole, and he gets a couple. He stretches it up to the 25, but he's just kind of getting what's there right now. He's dancing a little bit, trying to get into the hole, but they're not a whole lot for him. It'll be third down. I'm telling you, I think this straight at him will, will work. Third and six. They'll even give him maybe a little bit more third and a long five. They need to make it to the 21-yard line, and they're between the 25 and the 26. Two down territory. BDS up 8-0. Burwell, after a little deflected pass, helps them out. They'll roll to the right. Throw underneath. It's complete Chaffin. First down inside the 20. Great throw and catch, and it was well defended by Techmeyer. That's one of those plays where you can't be unhappy defensively. That was just run perfectly. Perfectly. Yeah, yeah, Doug, that was the same little corner route. We're going to start seeing the corner routes and outs that we saw against Amherst. Luke Gideon has made a living out of this over the last 10 or 15 years. Really good. Inside run and hits the outs uh, with his receivers. First and 10 at the 18 of EDS. Back to pass again. Looking for the quick route. Now going to the end zone. A lot of fighting for it. It's incomplete as they were looking for Chaffin and Techmeyer was on him defensively. And it was well overthrown. Second and 10. Might not have been well overthrown had there not been some contact, but it looked like a good defensive play. Yeah, it's, you know, they've, they like the size advantage with Chaffin, but Techmeyer can run, you know, so, I mean, he'll stay with him. How about when you do not convert on that and set to second and 10 and second and nine every time? A little tougher here. They're going to spread it out. Twins right, single left, looking left for Chaffin the other way, and they overshoot him. That's Gideon that time, excuse me, inside the 10, who went inside of the defensive back, Kale Kleinschmidt, and now it's third down and 10 at the BDS 18. 8-0 BDS, seven minutes exactly to go in the first. Yeah, and again, you're in a spot now where you kind of have to throw. You can't take that three-yard mentality, but I think Burwell can make some money running right at him. But now on third down, it's still two-down territory. Will they try and see what they can get on third, or will they just throw it four times? Out of the shotgun, quick snap, ooh, trouble, and Sykes is sacked. Shooting through there untouched was Kendall Dixon. Drops him behind the line of scrimmage. And that'll bring up fourth down and long back to the 22-yard line. Yeah, And, and it'll be fourth and 14. The key there, Doug, is running laterally again. If they run that right at him, the fullback smashes Dixon right in the mouth, you know, uh, on that blitz. Uh, and again, because it's fourth down and we need to – Come up with a play. Burwell has elected to use a timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 6.32 to go in the first quarter of play. The D1 State Championship. Bruning Davenport Shickley 8. Burwell nothing. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future five or even ten years down the road. What are you doing? 
How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Talking a little bit about what we expect to see here on fourth down. As much as I'm not a fan of the fade or the jump ball in the end zone, Klein Schmidt is 5'8", Techmeyer is six foot. Those are your defensive backs out here for BDS, and I'm sure they'll bring in another one here. But when you look, Chaffin's 6'4", and Gideon's 6'5". You got about a half foot on both of those guys. Let's see if that's what they decide to go with here, Larry. Yeah, Victory Sykes, I mean, he's thrown the ball a ton this year. They do go twins to this side, Doug. Fourth and 14, back to pass, time, throws over the middle into triple coverage, and it's incomplete. Oh, that's caught, Doug. Did he tip it and catch it? That was a great catch. I think it's going to be short of the first down, though, but that was a great catch. Well, there you go. I thought it was off of his fingertips, but, yes, he held on despite the big hit from Ben Elsnick, but he is going to be short. They're going to get 13 instead of the 14 that they needed, and that's going to be a little depressing that you make such a great play, and it's – Basically going to go for not here as they bring the chains out. Yeah, he's going to come up about a football short, I think. First down, Oh, how about that? How about that? It looked clearly short from up here. I was in agreement with you, Larry, but hey, it's Monday. We need our eyeglasses checked. No big deal. The chain gang bringing out the chains just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Nine-yard chains. We'll take them first and goal. Burwell at the eight-yard line. They'll hand it off to the Ibeck, and Huffman is smash. Boy, first down has been horrible right now for Burwell. Yeah, the guard got beat bad there. The center and guard both just got licked uh, by the BDSD line. And I know that's one of the things that uh, – Folks have picked up on tape. You still have a freshman center for Burwell, and sometimes they try to come right up over the top of him and really pressure the young man. Yeah, no question, and it's tough, you know. Hughes uh, is a sophomore. Hofschneider's a junior. Yes. Out of the I formation, second and goal from the nine. Rolling to his right, Sykes. Everybody covered, going to have to throw it away. Uh-oh, jump ball in the end zone, tipped and picked. Interception by Ben Elsnick. You knew the moment he threw it, it was trouble. And first down. At the 15-yard line for BDS. Damn, Victory Sykes just got killed. Kendall Dixon ripped him uh, just as he threw it. I wonder uh, what what is tipping off BDS here, Doug. That time they showed the blitz uh, kind of late. The last couple plays they've blitzed directly into the play, and I wonder whether it's formation, is somebody uh, uh, tipping you know, their head. Something's going on on Burwell's side to tip them play direction because BDS right now – on every play is blitzing directly into play direction. Lane Helgoth just got a fingertip that popped it up that allowed them to get a little bit better look at it. So they'll run it here. Kale Kleinschmidt around the right end, breaks the tackle in the backfield, gets to the 20. He's going to be popped out of bounds right there, a gain of five. So both defenses are getting in the backfield. It's those that can make the one-on-one play and those that cannot. Yeah, Jacob Hansen plays that really well for Burwell, Doug. I mean, that was going to be about a four-yard loss, and he just doesn't make the tackle, and it ends up being a five-yard gain. Those are such important plays in a game like this. First down and 10 for BDS, leading it 8 to nothing with 5.37 to go here in the first quarter of play. At the 20-yard line, quarterback keep all the way. Techmeyer starts left, then gets upended at the line of scrimmage. Coming in to make the tackle is Jacob Hansen, Jake Hansen for Burwell, and it'll be third down. And five at the 20. 
every series big in a state championship, but after a mistake, you'd like to see your defense step up and force an eagle punt here. Last time the Eagles had third down, they broke the 32-yard touchdown. Well, yeah, and if you're Burwell, you know, you just drove the field. You got down and a tip ball got picked, not the end of the world. You get a stop here. You have to feel like the momentum shifted in your favor a little bit. They'll go with twins in the backfield, single wide right and left. They'll send Kleinschmidt in motion out of the backfield. They throw it to him, complete, and Burwell's all over it. Hofschneider's able to tackle him behind the line of scrimmage. Negative pass play of about a yard and a half. It'll be fourth down and six at a punting situation for the Eagles. And if Burwell can tar- start to pressure BDS here, if you remember back to last year's state championship game, BDS had a really tough time ever adjusting to Hemingford's pressure uh, they struggled and struggled and seemed to uh, get very frustrated. Uh, we'll see if that comes back. Tech Meyer, the quarterback, is also the punter. Max Protect, not much of a rush. The kick is away. Decent end over end. Take it at the 29. Running room 30, 35 40 into BDS territory, and Chaffin is brought down at the 35 yard line. Beautiful return. Yeah, and here you go. You set yourself back up uh, in plus territory, Doug. Uh, so, again, like I say, you can move the ball here just a little bit. I would argue that the momentum of this thing is, is starting to uh, uh, change. A 36-yard punt and then a return of a nearly 20 yards and another television timeout with 4.47 to go in the first quarter of the D1 State Championship game. It's Bruning Davenport, Shickley 8, Burwell nothing, but the Longhorns will start at the Eagle 35 when we come back. At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, 447 to go here in the D1 state championship game. And Burwell finds themselves down to BDS by a score of eight to nothing. BDS doing what we thought they would early on. Burwell looking to get on the scoreboard. A straight quarterback keeper starting left. Now Sykes reverses. It's going to be all on his own. He stretches it for five, maybe six inside the 30 to the 29. Not bad for having zero blocking. No, and Doug, I think I think that might have been called from the huddle. I think they might have told him uh, because they lined up in that same formation uh, with the two wings up to the same side where they always run that quarterback sweep that way. He just took one step and immediately reversed out. That may have came from upstairs where they said they're just flowing so hard to that formation. Second down and a short five. For the Longhorns, and back to passes Sykes underneath. Wide open Gideon. He is hit after a short gain. Can't break free of the tackle from Sam Christensen and is going to pick up a couple. It'll bring up third down and short, about three yards to go. Yeah, I love the play call. A little tight end delay there, Doug. And that's that's the spot we just talked about again. Uh, Sam Christie, um, you know, down there takes and makes the tackle. Uh, and in those one-on-one spots, You've got to see that. Burwell gives it to the fullback there off of a trap play. Looks like it's going to be no gain. Going to bring up fourth and, uh, oh, about three. Uh, Going to the fullback there does make some sense where you know you're going to have two downs here, third and fourth down. So the fullback trap there did make some sense. It goes for nothing. 
But uh, you've got about two and a half, three yards now, Doug, on fourth down. So we'll see what the Longhorns can do, trailing eight to nothing. They will put Sykes under center, twins to the right side, quarterback keeper around the left side. But we have oh, no. a timeout by Burwell before they ran a play that may have scored a touchdown. It was a great play call, Doug. They faked a quarterback sneak. He stepped up like it was going to be a sneak and then just slid down the line like a sweep. There was nobody out there. Oh, no. And Burwell burned the time out there second here of the first quarter with 3.05 to go in the first quarter of play. It's BDS 8 and Burwell nothing. Fourth down and a long two facing the Longhorns when we come back. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. With our producer engineer Caleb Henry and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda with you here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. 3.05 to go in the first quarter, and Burwell trying to convert on fourth down. Now they'll stack it to the left side here. Little jumping, little movement, no offsides. Quarterback, Sykes starts left, now right. He's in all kinds of trouble, and he is not going to get it. There was nobody to throw it to. It wasn't a throwing play. He's going to be dropped for a couple of yard loss back to the 30-yard line, and that will be one point in this football game, Larry, where we will look back and go, what if? Because Burwell looked like they were going to convert it, a late whistle to stop the play on uh, on a timeout. Yeah, and, and then I'm, I'm a little unsure. BDS jumped off sides, and they didn't stop it. If you In high school, if you cross the neutral zone, they stop it. And they had two guys jump there, got back. They didn't uh, stop it uh, and, and throw the flag. But no question... The timeout on fourth down there. At the very least, he was going to get the first down. So BDS takes over, maintaining an 8 nothing lead on a 32-yard run by Techmeyer, and he is back to pass, looking to go deep down the left side, one-on-one for Elsnick, and he overshoots him at the 20-yard line of Burwell, covered defensively by Ty Chaffin. Yeah, and Elsnick's had a great year, uh, Doug, um, you know, But I do think, you know, he's got uh, 512 yards receiving on the year. But Ty Chaffin is a a pretty uh, tough assignment. Chaffin's really good. He's long. He's lean. He's pretty fast. Uh, It's going to be tough for him to get open. So second down and 10. Interesting to see. Not a lot of success on first down for either team so far. So that leaves them in long situations. They'll hand it to Kleinschmidt right over the center, and he'll be wrapped up after a short gain, about two and a half. It'll be third down. We'll call it a long seven, a short eight, seven and a half yards to go. Just ran right into the interior. Huffman's there. Helgoth's there. And BDS will now have to decide what they want to do on third and long. Yeah, this is a big third down again. BDS had all the success on the first drive. Burwell has seemed to settle in here a little bit. But, boy, they put pressure on you. I mean, on every single time they come up, you're, you're unsure if it's going to the perimeter or uh, coming right back in your teeth. Again out of the shotgun, Elsnick to the left. And back to pass. Techmeyer looks for the crossing route. Now it's flushed out of there, and he is going to throw it away. Let's see if they flag this. They absolutely should. No Burwell doubt fans about are saying it. that, uh, and Burwell's loud. They're right below us. It's great. But there were some men in the area just outside the tackle box. And, of course, the rules are a little bit different. And, 
I think it's really, really tough to see a flag in high school football for the intentional grounding. It's usually got to be so obvious. But here's what I'd love for him to do, Doug, is just change the rule to where if he's outside the tackle box, he can throw it away, and then you avoid this. So Techmeyer on the pressure there from the Longhorns got rid of it. It'll be third down, fourth down, and seven at their own 33. Techmeyer to punt it away. He needs to avoid kicking it right at Chaffin, but he does it again. He'll take it out of the air, drop it, fumble it, and then get on top of it. Again, looking up into that sun, he peeked just to see where he was going to return it and drop the ball at the 17-yard line. So a 30-yard punt and no return. First down and 10, Burwell is 8 to nothing. Give credit to the Burwell defense, I think, right now. They're one missed tackle away from a scoreless game right now. Well, and I think, Doug... Um Give a lot of credit to the experience of Ty Chaffin there. Don't make, don't try to make a second mistake to cover up your first. He just jumped on the ball there. First down and 10, Longhorns wanting to throw out into the flat. Watts, it's high, and he can't keep his mitts on it after about eight yards down the field trying to pick up some positive first down yardage. But Burwell and Coach Gideon of the boys, they have went to the pass on first down quite a bit. Yeah. A nice stick as well by Sam Christensen. Maybe if Sam doesn't put his helmet in his ribs, Watts is able to hold on. Well, and, and what, what you want to tell Victory Sykes there is drive the ball. He floated that ball. That gives the defender a chance to get there. If he drives the ball uh, there and doesn't float it, that's completed. Burwell comes up over the ball, only eight seconds on the play clock. They stack those running backs to the left side. Sykes takes it, fakes the handoff, back to pass, wants to go deep, throws into double coverage again, and good coverage by Techmeyer, trying to get it on the deep crossing route there to Ty Chaffin. Give credit so far to this secondary of BDS. Yeah, and Burwell better change some of that, Doug, or you're going to start seeing picks. That's a ball that shouldn't get thrown. The linebacker's running with the defender, the crosser, and then they've just got a safety sitting back there, and he's picking him up as well. So it ends up running into double coverage. Uh, I think you still have got to run the ball at him here, Doug. BDS is playing a too-high look, and that takes away all those crossing routes. You've got to run the ball at him. Third and 10 at their own 18-yard line. Burwell trails 8-0. Sykes, back to pass, pressure, hit, Throws it up for grabs, and it's incomplete. He did have Chaffin in the area, but pressure drug him down inside the five. It will be ruled incomplete, but again, a dangerous pass. The other side of that is if Chaffin somehow catches this, he's going to run for a little while, but it's going to be fourth down. Yeah. Um, I just, they've, they've got, they're running a 3 2 2 for a defense, and uh, where Burwell's got all those guys in there. I think you need to run it right at them. So they'll put it away. No rush at all. The kick is away. A low line driver that hits the turf and bounces straight in the air. It'll be fielded right at that spot. The 33 up to the 40 and drug down by his jersey. Kale Kleinschmidt again in Burwell territory at the 31-yard line. Yeah, About a 30-yard punt again. And that's the scary thing is, boy, you punt it to I mean, BDS is just – they're so athletic. Uh uh, there and like I said, the, these guys played in this game a year ago. This is a program that's won a state championship within the last ten years. The state football finals on ESPN Radio, brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. First and ten, Techmeyer, quick throw out into the right flat, wide receiver screen. It's complete into the hands of Christensen down the sideline inside the twenty-five. He'll step out of bounds near the first down marker. Looks like he'll be just short. 
at around the 22, a gain of nine, second down and one. But Burwell's had multiple possessions now, and they have to be wary of falling down two scores as BDS ready to go. Techmeyer quarterback run starts left, hitting the backfield by Gideon, and he is not going to get it as he dives forward. It'll be third down and two, loss of a one on the play. Yeah, and BDS has stopped huddling. They The quarterback was going all the way to the sideline to get the play all the way up to the last couple, and now they're just going straight, no huddle, big tempo. Christensen, the flanker back, third and two, wanting to throw Techmeyer. Looks right, nothing there. Wants to run, he's sacked. What an effort behind the line of scrimmage. Hansen was able to get the ankle, and it brings up fourth down at about five. Big play from second and one to fourth and five. Huge play, Doug, and it was a big effort play. Hansen chased that thing down hard from the backside. And so now you're still in a go-for-it situation. Burwell's made two nice defensive plays on second and third down. They need to come up with one here on fourth and get that football back, trailing 8-0 with 40 seconds and counting to go in the first. Yeah, we'll see. I think you're going to see an outside run here, Doug. Split out wide to the right is Christensen. Elsnick to the left. Empty backfield. Shotgun for Techmeyer. He'll roll right. Looking to throw back against the grain. Now wants to run. He'll lob it out here, and it is incomplete. Well covered by the Longhorns. Intended for Kale Kleinschmidt inside the 10, but well covered. That's about all that Techmeyer could do. Good pressure again by Hofschneider to force him to change directions, and Burwell will take over on downs. Yeah, that was great coverage. A little bit of hand fight, and the receiver wanted the pass interference call, but don't forget that side judge, Timmy Golka. He was a quarterback for the Lopers, so defensive guy over there. He's going to let a little bit of that stuff go. First and 10 Longhorns at the 27. They'll run it on first down. Left side, Huffman has just a little bit of room again. He'll get across the 30 to the 31-yard line and a gain of four. So something to work with here for the Longhorns. Maybe five. They'll give him the 32. Second and five, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter in the D1 State Championship game. It's Bruning, Davenport, Shickley, Eagles, eight. The Burwell Longhorns, nothing. And you're listening to the state finals on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. And welcome back to the state football championships here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Caleb Henry. Our only Doug and Daddy show of the week will be on Wednesday. It will be live at Cunningham's for our final Husker lunch ahead of Iowa. It's a one-point spread, folks. Nebraska, Iowa, doesn't matter what happens. Iowa's going to play in the Big Ten championship game against Michigan State, but the Huskers have an opportunity to beat both teams that are playing in the championship, and we'll talk more about it Wednesday with our Husker lunch. Plus, if I'm not mistaken, Caleb, have you figured things up at the studio? Did we win pigskin pick yet again? 
We'll check in. Caleb's probably figuring that out. I think we did, and that means a big end-of-the-year prize could be up for grabs on Wednesday. $260. Man, unbelievable. Thanks, Caleb. Yep. We are ready to go here now to start the second quarter. It is a second down and five for Burwell at their own 32-yard line, and Sykes back to pass a little underneath, and again, he overthrows his intended receiver. I'll tell you one thing Sykes is doing is he is overthrowing his receivers, not underthrowing him right now, trying to get it out to Watts. Yeah, and part of that, Doug, is he's getting pushed off of his spot, and when, and, and when you do start getting pushed off your spot, um, uh, you can't set your feet and drive the ball. BDS, not a whole lot of offense outside of that 32-yard touchdown run from Riley Techmeyer. They have not reached 50 total yards in this football game. They actually are negative through the air. Third down and five for the Longhorns. Sykes back to pass again. Has time underneath. That time Chaffin got it inside BDS territory at the 38-yard line. First down, Longhorns. And I love BDS. Dixon keeps, like, he's showing a blitz on the right A-gap side, and on the snap, he'll loop to the other. Burwell's got the deal figured out. They're setting the fullback, and they're just following Dixon. If he goes, they pick him up on that side. If he comes straight ahead, they pick him up in the A-gap there. BDS has got to change that up. So it'll be first down and 10, power eye formation, double end. Huffman off the left side, has to bounce it outside, and again gets that minimal. He gets about three or four every time. He's going to get to the 35-yard line, a gain of three, second down and seven. So Huffman, like the little engine that could, just keeps chugging along. These are the body blows we talked about at the top of this thing, Doug. Uh, these body blows are a big deal. If Burwell can just keep that up. So on second down, the Longhorns, they keep playing in BDS territory, but they have not knocked on the red zone yet. Fullback trap, Helgoth, he's going to be stood up after a short gain by Roar. And it'll be third down for the Longhorns. Another couple on the play. Yeah, they got, you know, two or three there. So third and short. Make it third and four. Manageable here for the Longhorns. Again, that two-down territory, chaffing out wide to the right. Watts slot to the right. And all by himself in the pistol as Sykes wants to throw. Wants to throw deep. Deep crossing route. The ball is tipped by the underneath defensive back and sails over the head of Chaffin. Knocked away. Nice play by Kale Kleinschmidt. But, boy, Burwell has been very hesitant to run it two and three times in a row. Yeah, and the thing is, Doug, you're, the reason they're getting two to four yards of carry is that two-safety look right there. They didn't ever move the boundary safety off of his mark. So when they brought the crosser from the field side into the boundary, he was standing there and was able to tip the ball. Burwell needs to convert. They give BDS pretty good cover or field position and they'll throw it out here in the flat it's incomplete there was a little grab in there but knocked away again out here by Sam Christensen trying to get it to Gideon and again for the third time Burwell is stopped on fourth down yeah and I think if you commit to the run on third and fourth there they get it uh they're gonna have to commit to the run so even by getting the ball on fourth down BDS is getting a little bit more field position in their favor each and every drive, and now they start at their own 32-yard line. First down and 10 for the Eagles, and Techmeyer wants to throw over the middle for his tight end, knocked out of the hands of Noel Guinness, who was lined up as an eligible end that time. That looked like a six-man play, throwing and, to the center. And this is what I'm saying. What BDS is doing is they formation you to death. They move guys all over the place. to make You remember, an eight-man football 
as long as you're not covered up, you are eligible. You don't have to report. It doesn't matter what your number is. 11-man, if you don't have a receiver or an eligible number, you have to report. So it is second down and 10. Techmeyer will send Christensen in motion and then follow it right up the middle. And now bounces outside. Now he gets a little yardage. He's going to get close to midfield, but they'll say he steps out before then at about the 38-yard line. A gain is six, and it'll be third down and four for the Eagles. At their own 38, they lead eight to nothing with 11 minutes to go here in the second quarter over Burwell in the D1 championship game, brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Boy, I'll tell you what. Torrey Huffman just absolutely got tackled. He didn't get held. He got tackled. There has not been a flag yet in this game except for the opening kickoff going out of bounds. Third and four, and they'll hand it off to the wing back, and a first down for Klein Schmidt as he stretches into Burwell territory at the 37. And it was the stretch. They had him hit early enough, but the stretch got there. And that, you know, we talk about no flags. I said at the top, this really is a good crew. We've had them many times officiate our games, Doug. What I like is they're a very fair crew, but they do let you play. It's always frustrating when you have a crew that inserts themselves in the football game. This is a crew that will just allow you uh, uh, to play a good physical football game. Out of the shotgun with the wingback, Schmidt. Now they'll move a man in motion from left to right. Stopping there is Elnick. Back to pass. Looking right down the middle. He's open, but there's pressure. And running out of there is Techmeyer. Throws back against the grain. It's complete at the 30. Running room 25. Breaking a tackle 20. Christensen 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Great job by Techmeyer to scramble in the backfield and allow himself time to find an open receiver. A 37-yard touchdown pass. And the 69 yards they've covered on their two touchdown plays is about four times as much as the rest of their yardage today. Yeah, Doug, and that one was broken all the way. They've got a chance. Uh, Gideon has got a chance to sack him deep uh, for a big loss. And because of all the scrambling, he scrambled out both ways. Defensive backs just got lost. Now we got another crazy formation. And they need, Burwell needs to find a way to knock these down. They're going to move in motion. John Christensen, and they'll set back up in a regular formation with wideouts wide right and left here for the two-point conversion, trying to confuse Burwell. It's a straight run. Techmeyer starts right, nothing there. Penalty flags. He's knocked down behind the line of scrimmage. This should be a hold and a two-point conversion. That is no good. But let's see what the penalty flag is on the conversion. BDS is already heading to the sidelines. They know what's happening. So the two-point conversion is no good. The five-points bank touchdown is a 37-yard touchdown pass from Riley Techmeyer to Sam Christensen. 10.23 to go first half. BDS 14, Burwell nothing. At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. To some, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martina, TM Sporting Goods, on the bricks, 2217 Central, downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods. A division of protein design. Hey! 
Not much of a wind here. Of course, the flag's pretty large at Memorial Stadium. It takes a little something to move them, but nothing more than five mile an hour. And moving from north to south, BDS ready to boot it away for the third time in the game. And Chaffin takes it at the two. Up the middle of the field, 10. 15 left, 20. And he is going to run out of real estate, but a decent return across the 23, 24-yard line. First and 10 Longhorns. They've been moving the ball, but they need to do a little bit better job at finishing a drive. Get on that scoreboard and now feel that you're into this football game because now you're in that dangerous territory, Larry. 14-0 isn't terrible, but you can't allow any more before you get on the board. Yeah, 21 gets to be too many, especially with BDS getting it to start the second half, Doug. I'll guarantee you one thing. BDS won't have 21. Yeah, <laughs> Unless something crazy happens with a safety, safety, something. I don't know. Sykes back to pass, first and 10. Wants to go deep. It's a little stop and go, and this is almost picked off. It's off the fingertips of Techmeyer, and it's just not there. And I'll tell you one thing that I'm seeing in this passing game right now, Larry, is it's very disciplined. It's well covered, but Sykes doesn't really seem to have a second option. He's not in a position to run the football like we've seen him do earlier in the year. It's stay in the pocket and throw it. And when it's not there, he's still throwing it. Well, and it's a lot of one and two receiver uh, concepts. And, and, I mean, he's locked in on one. you got to get BDS out of that too high look if you, if you want to have some success down the field, Doug. In the first quarter, Burwell had 85 yards to BDS's 44. And a penalty flag here. Illegal substitution, apparently, on Burwell. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. So the five-yard penalty will move him back. That's the first penalty of the ball game on either team. Ty Chaffin, three receptions for 31 yards. Torrey Huffman, 26 yards on the ground. Sykes is 5 of 12 for 64 yards. And the one pick, which occurred in the end zone. Again, three times, Burwell has been stopped on fourth down in BDS territory. Now they have it for the first time here in the second quarter. On second and 15, Sykes happy feet. Oh, it's wide open to Chaffin on the screen down the right side. 30, 40, foot race 30, and he is going to be tripped up inside the 25. Great effort over there by Kale Kleinschmidt. Haven't seen anybody that wide open all day. Great play call. Again, they've got this blitz figured out. I told you and how they're defending it. That time they sent the... The guy they've had accounting for the blitz, they set him the other way. The two defenders thought they were going to get to the quarterback, and they just released the receiver to replace the two blitzing defenders. Great play call. All the way down to the 22-yard line, the biggest play of the game for Burwell. Trailing 14 to nothing. Quick snap. Huffman left side starts to the left. Nowhere to go. Dies back for a yard over his center, trying to follow the fullback, Helgoth. And coming back there to make the tackle is Stuart Rohr. It'll be second down and nine. And it's the second hop there. He tried to uh, make a cut and hop. Uh, BDS is too athletic. They just need to get one of their tough guys on a BDS tough guy and just push him straight forward. Burwell's been able. They like to run outside uh, off the guards, off the ends, but that is not there because of the pressure defensively from the BDS end. Second and nine, twins short side right. Sucks back to pass. Same play that they ran earlier that got the big completion. This time it's underneath and complete to Chaffin. Near the 13-yard line, he'll be pushed out of bounds, but he is short of the first down. It'll be third and about a yard, maybe a yard and a half. Don't get cued here. you got two downs to get a yard. You can run it at him and get it, no doubt about it. 14 to nothing, BDS, 9-21, clock stopped after the underneath completion of seven yards. Third and a long one. Burwell will put Sykes under center. Hell got the fullback. Quarterback sneak, and he's not going to get it. 
It just seemed like Burwell wasn't sure of the snap count. BDS is getting off the ball quicker than Burwell is, and it's going to be fourth and one. That's what I say. We noticed it earlier, too. BDS is blitzing straight into the direction of the ball, and like you noticed there, they got off the ball extremely well there. Fourth and one, Burwell at the 13-yard line. They're in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney red zone for the first time. Power eye formation. Helgoth the fullback. Quarterback sneak off the right side. He's got it, and Helgoth is going to make sure he has it. He crawls on his back and pushes him just inside the 11. It'll be first and goal right outside, or first and 10 right outside the 10. I don't think they're going to put the ball on the 10. They could get a first down about an inch away from the goal line. I'll just tell you, Doug, that was good tough guy stuff because they took Dickinson and stuck him down there, did BDS in a in a three-tech, and went with a five-man line. You don't see that a lot in eight-man football. And Burwell didn't try to get it outside. They still just ran it right at him. Now first down and 10 at the 10. Twins left inside. Sweet play. Helgoth looking for room, finds a hole, gets to the six, close to the five. It's going to be a gain of five, second down and five, Longhorns. You know, we saw this against Amherst. Once Burwell finally committed to throwing the underneath passes and running the football, we saw them just really take off, Doug, uh, offensively in that game, and we're seeing that now on this drive. Second and five, just outside the five. Back to the power eye formation with five linemen. They'll turn, they'll give it to Huffman. Tries to get outside, and he's ankle tackled. He dives forward inside the five, close to the four. Again on the tackle is Stuart Rohr. Third and four, just outside the four. Yeah, that was a great tackle there. That was going to go if Rohr doesn't make that tackle. I still love the play call here. With the field condensed, it gets a little tougher. So third down here for the Longhorns. They call it third and five. The ball's inside the five, so it's third and four. Twins left. Sykes, same play, tries to follow the lead blocker. Helgoth lowers the shoulder, but boys, he stood up at the two and shoved backwards. Man, he got two yards in a hurry and then ran into a brick wall of a trio of Eagle defenders. Well done by BDS. And the first man to put a shoulder pad on him was Sam Christensen. Burwell has one timeout remaining, and coming in with the play will be Torrey Huffman and Victory Sykes. It is fourth and two, and now it looks like BDS wants to call a timeout. So that might help the Longhorns out a little bit. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take timeout to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. Seven minutes exactly to go in the second quarter. Bruning Davenport, Shickley, 14. Burwell, nothing in the D1 State Championship game. We'll be right back. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reaped the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Big play call here. Burwell keeps knocking on a door, but nobody's been able to answer it for the Longhorns, and it would be very depressing for Burwell to come away with no points here, and BDS could take over already up two scores. Yeah, uh, Burwell's really late breaking the huddle here. I mean, they're putting something together. Luke's not afraid to draw something up, I will tell you that. 
So here come the Longhorns, 14-0 BDS, seven minutes to go, second quarter. And Burwell has it fourth and two just outside the two. They're going to line up in the power eye formation. Helgat the fullback, Huffman the eye back. They give it to Torrey, left side, hit, doesn't get in. It was just too slow, Larry. It was just too slow. I actually think if he keeps that to the edge, Doug, and runs it to the pylon, he gets in. Had to make a decision whether to go out or cut it in, and being blocked to the outside was Stuart Rohr, so he cut it back inside, and he'll be dropped between the one and the two, and now BDS will take over, and Burwell's defense needs to keep doing what they've done, maybe force a safety here, put some pressure on. They like to run out of the shotgun. You need a clean snap. Yeah, it great, great tackle, Sam Christensen again. No, no question. So here we go, 14-0. Burwell stopped again on fourth at the two and out of the shotgun. It's going to be a quarterback keeper. Techmeyer got to the goal line, spun out of a tackle, and gets up to the two and a half. He'll be tackled right on the extra point line, and it'll be second down and nine. Yeah, and that first uh, wave of tackler did hit him right on the goal line there, the yellow strip. Those of you that are familiar with Memorial Stadium where they tape, you know, it's uh, – an 80-yard field, so they bring the yellow stripe out to the 10, uh, and there he was right on top of him there. Second down and nine for BDS. They're at their own three-yard line, single wing to the left of Techmeyer, out of the shotgun, stands in his own end zone, and he'll hand it off. A little bit of a hole to the five to the six. It was Gideon that tripped him up, but again, he falls forward, does Kale Kleinschmidt to the six-yard line. Burwell needs to force a punt here. Get that three and out inside the 10 and get the ball back. BDS has done just enough in this football game. A couple of big plays, a 32-yard touchdown run by Techmeyer, and then scrambling Techmeyer hit Sam Christensen on a 37-yard touchdown pass. Outside of that, Burwell's defense has held them in check. BDS has hit the big play. Burwell has not. Third down and six. And they'll hand it off again. Kleinschmidt, no, Techmeyer's going to keep it. Rolls to his left, has the first down as he cuts inside over the 10, out to the 13, near the 14-yard line. Nice run by quarterback Riley Techmeyer, who has been here and is showing a little bit of that experience on a play like that. Yeah, no question. And I thought BDS showed a lot of experience there in the play calling. They were very patient out of their own end zone, Doug. Many times you get in trouble uh, because you feel like down there, there's a lot of opportunity to hit a big play because the defense is thinking safety and that kind of thing, and you've got to show a lot of experience and patience in your play calling down there. So first down and 10 at their own 14-yard line. They'll go with a trips look. Wide receiver screen out here complete to Christensen. He is hit, and he's going to be brought down. Short gain out to about the 15-yard line. Maybe got one. Huffman was able to not make the tackle but make him change directions, and then Hofschneider and crew came over and finished it off. Yeah, Burwell needs to get a stop and get the ball back, Doug, here. You're five minutes left in this thing. You're getting kind of close to the old two-for-one we talk about where BDS can go put a long drive on here and then get the kickoff in the second half. Yep, Burwell took the ball on the uh, flip, went three and out, and BDS scored on their opening possession. And Burwell's played from behind ever since. On second and nine, it's going to be a jet sweep and... Going to have a little room around the left side for Klein Schmidt. He's going to get across the 20, the 25, the 30 before he steps out of bounds. Well, they say it's a little short of the 30 at the 28-yard line, but another first down. So BDS had third and six at their own five, and now they moved it out to the 28 with plenty of room, a couple of timeouts, and leading it 14 to nothing. Yeah, and the trouble here is, Doug, is Burwell's run fits are just one gap behind. 
They're chasing these sweeps, but they're chasing it from a gap back. So first and 10. Empty backfield this time for the quarterback, Techmeyer. In motion will be Sam Christensen. Comes to a stop on the right side of the blocking back. Now wants to throw deep all kinds of time out here in the flat, and it is caught. Beautiful catch into Burwell territory at the 38-yard line and then drug down into the Burwell bench is going to be Kendall Dixon, his first reception of the game, and it moves the chains yet again for the Eagles. Yeah, he did a nice job there. He ran that crossing route all the way across the field and just stayed committed to the route, and he, uh, Techmeyer f- found him late. Burwell has got to make a play. BDS could take a three-touchdown lead here in the first half. Helsnick split out wide to the left. One-on-one against Chaffin to get out of the shotgun. Again, Christensen in motion. This time they will hand it to him on the jet sweep. Fake it. No quarterback. Techmeyer keeps it and drugged down from behind. Big hole right side, but brought down at the first down marker by Hofschneider. Hofschneider doesn't drag him down from behind, use the rope and tie his ankles together. He's going to be gone again. But another first down inside the 30 to the 28-yard line of the Longhorns. Techmeyer hasn't done it much, but he's had a couple of nice runs tonight. Yeah, and we'll see if they start going with a little tempo here because it's just base runs, Doug, uh, uh, out of their playbook. It's the stuff they love to do most, and they may start to tempo it a little bit. Techmeyer out of the shotgun. Back to pass. Elznick was in motion. Now steps up. Scrambles. Stiff arm to stay alive. He's got a man wide open on the right side. Complete to John Christensen. And he will walk in. Techmeyer's scrambling ability for the second time has allowed him to throw a touchdown pass. And it's 20 to nothing, Eagles. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. It was a scrambling ability there. Jacob Hansen was caught in the toughest spot. Uh, Techmeyer's hurt him running the ball. It looked like he was going to reverse back out and run it. Hansen came off of his receiver. Uh, if he doesn't, uh, Techmeyer runs it probably in for a touchdown. He comes off, leaves the receiver open, so it was thrown in. Not necessarily a blown coverage. He's got to come up and support there. So now the two-point conversion with Elznick out to the left. Christensen to the right, empty backfield. Techmeyer rolls right, throws underneath. After pushing off, Christensen turns around and makes the completed catch for the two-point conversion. And BDS, after being pounded last year in the state finals, is having a pretty good half here. Their last two drives have been big. A 78-yard touchdown drive. The five points bank touchdown, 28 yards from Riley Techmeyer to John Christensen. And with 3.48 to go in the first half, BDS 22, Burwell nothing in the D1 state title game. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Burwell trails 22 to nothing. Give credit to what BDS has done. Uh, they have figured it out a little quicker than Burwell has right now. Yeah, no question. Uh, I really was arguing that Burwell was controlling the game, Doug, and they just were kind of a victim of, of two big plays. That was just a dominant 78-yard drive. They drove the entire field, went down and scored. Um, Burwell's going to need another heroic effort. So Burwell ready to kick it off or received the kick, and booting it away is Stengel. 
will be taken at the one by Chaffin on the left. Hash, 10, 15, waits for his blocks, makes one man miss, a little hole across the 20, and it'll be brought down just across the 24, near the 25-yard line. Things can really change if Burwell can utilize the final 342 and finally get on the board. Otherwise, BDS gets the ball to start the third quarter and might run away with it. Yeah, eight-man, Doug. You know, uh, a lot of discussions last night with coaches at the clinic you and I were having, and eight-man football is a deal where a 20-point lead isn't what it is in 11. No, a lot different situation, but... Burwell has been stopped four times now inside BDS territory on fourth down. Stack him to the right side, and Sykes now finally will run the ball, and then he'll stumble looking for the big play. And the deeper you get into the playoffs, it's going to be a gain of five. The deeper you get into the playoffs, those plays that were there for big plays earlier in the year just aren't there, and Victory was expecting it to be big and kind of danced himself to the ground. Yeah, that's exactly what happened there, Doug. Sykes has not run the ball at all in this football game compared to what we've seen throughout the season. No, and it's a huge part of their game. I mean, his his feet uh, are a giant reason as to why they're here. Second and five, Sykes the pass, throws underneath, and it is going to be a shoestring catch right at midfield for a Burwell first down. Just short of midfield to Ty Chaffin. Well, and I'm- again, the passing plays right now have to be perfect, Larry, because they're all very well covered by the Eagles. Yeah, they've got underneath bracket coverage, what it is, uh, Doug, underneath, and they're on top of every receiver. He's threading the needle at any moment. If he throws one behind or over the head in that coverage, it's going to be a pick six. All right, formation Huffman off the left side into Eagle territory at the 37-yard line, a gain of three and a half. It will probably be officially called second down and seven. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll have a look at the first half stats, talk about what's happened so far in this game, and the other five state championship games that will all be heard here on KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second and seven at the 37, and Sykes to throw again into coverage and overthrows Chaffin. It's the same story. I don't know if they just aren't comfortable and think it's there every time and just not executing it, Larry, well, the because is, they're running the same thing, That's and it's got to be so precise. That's the exact same uh, pass play that that really, to be honest, won the game for them against Amherst. The difference here is, is BDS is playing a too high safety look. So what's always open with the outside linebacker covering it now has a safety on top. And it's going to be Helgoth trying to follow his quarterback. Not much to the 35, a gain of two. And you know what? I think if I'm Burwell, I punt the ball here, Larry. You cannot afford to give BDS the ball at the 35-yard line if this is incomplete. This is a very dangerous play here. Fourth and five at the 35. They're going to go for it. BDS has not burned a timeout. Now Burwell a little late to break the huddle. It was like half of them went, okay. I wonder if he'll pooch kick it here, Doug. Sykes takes the snap. Rolls right option. Pitches it out to Helgoth one-on-one, and he's not going to get it. Great job on the outside by Elsnick. He tripped him up. He falls forward for three. He needed five. He's finished out on the outside by Christensen, and BDS will take over at their own 32 with 1.43 to go and two timeouts. Yeah, I actually love the play call there, maybe in a little different situation. I don't know, on fourth down. Love the play call. You get to the perimeter with one, but Elsnick makes a great play there, Doug, and holds him up just enough till his buddies get there. What does Burwell do to get Techmeyer? 
I think they've got to keep doing what they're doing. They've got to be a little quicker. They need to uh, make their fifth one gap to the outside when that thing goes outside because they're just behind it. Fake the handoff right to Klein game. Schmidt, quarterback keeper, starts left. Everything is funneled back towards the middle. Both teams have been very good on their defensive ends. And now BDS will have to pick up the pace here just a little bit. They have went no huddle. They're going to huddle here with 90 seconds to go. It's a gain of five, second and five at their own 37. But did you see that again? Jacob Hansen diving at his feet, at, at his back, if you will. And that's what they're just anything that goes to the outside, they're just a gap short. Um, getting there, and they're chasing it instead of running with it. Tech Meyer on second down, going to throw a screen back over the middle to John Christensen, complete, gets a nice block into Burwell territory, 35-33. That'll stop the clock with 101 to go before halftime. Yeah, BDS is looking for a knockout shot here, Doug, looking to take this thing to 30 to nothing, getting the ball to start the second half. 22-0 right now, BDS. Burwell must come away with a stop. We thought that Burwell would be the team that could come from behind, but not Four touchdown behind, you wouldn't think, even though they've shown the ability to do that. Clock running now. Tech Meyer all alone in the backfield, rolls left, throws it back against the grain. It's going to be complete and shoved out of bounds at the 25-yard line will be Kendall Dixon stopping the clock with 48 seconds. That's a gain of seven. It'll be second down and three. Yeah, they just ran, again, that crossing route, run the receiver off, and then run the crosser right underneath of him. They're just calling their base offense here, Doug. 48 seconds and two timeouts. So right now, plenty of time for BDS at the Burwell 25-yard line. Twins left. Out to the right is Sam Christensen. Tech Meyer, pump fake. Now has some pressure. Hofschneider can't finish the tackle. He scrambles. He throws. It's dropped by Elsnick at the 19-yard line. It would have been enough for the first down. And since the first drive, they were able to get a little pressure and get Techmeyer a couple of times. They just haven't been able to put a hand on him now, and his scrambling ability has led to the last two TD passes. Yes, he's slippery. They just can't get him to the ground. He's very slick. Uh, Burwell touches him on every single play. They just haven't been able to get him to the ground. Third and three at the Burwell 25. Do they run and get it, or do they keep it in the air? Techmeyer. Jet sweep motion here with Sam Christensen. Straight ahead comes Techmeyer. First down. He'll be brought down at the 21-yard line, stopping the clock for the first down with 37 seconds to go. Time to move the chains. BDS is going to huddle, though. They're not coming up over the ball. And they'll blow the ball ready for play. They come up over the ball with 34-33. First down and 10 at the Burwell 21-yard line. Empty backfield. Techmeyer rolls right. Under some pressure. Hofschneider gets him. Finally got him. Fought off the block of John Christensen and gets him at the 25-yard line. BDS forced to use their second timeout, stopping the clock with 23 seconds to go before halftime. This timeout brought to you by our friends at Nebraska Land National Bank. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. It'll be second and 14 at the Burwell 25 with 23 seconds to go. BDS up 22 to nothing. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also 
also located in Sutton. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer. Back at the studios, Caleb Henry. We're brooding Davenport Shickley, trying to bring home a state championship, a perennial playoff contender. Of course, the runners-up last year. And trying to find a way to really put a big nail in the coffin here before halftime, leading Burwell 22 to nothing. This was 8 to nothing coming into the second quarter, but two scrambling touchdown passes have put BDS up 22 nothing. They face second and 14 at the 25 of Burwell. 23 seconds to go, blocking backs, and Techmeyer to throw. Has all day, throws it down the middle of the football field, and it is a beautiful catch, and then knocked away at the three-yard line out of the hands of Sam Christensen. A beautiful floating pass right out there that is punched away at the last moment, and the Longhorns getting the job done. It's Jake Hansen again. Victory Sykes, I or excuse think. me, Sykes, yes, eight, not nine. Sykes punches it out. Just did a great job, Doug, because uh, the ball had been caught. That was going to be a touchdown. And Sykes just competed like crazy right there. Watching the replay with those at home. And, yeah, beautiful. One step and knocked it out of there. So third down now and 14. Techmeyer to pass again. Four wideouts. Throws it wide, way up. And now a pass interference because Huffman just tackled him. It was the right thing to do, Doug. He was absolutely beat. If he doesn't tackle him there, it's going to be a touchdown. The ball was thrown really well. I don't know whether uh, it's what Chaffin wanted to do or not, but I'm just telling you it was the right thing to do. Intended for Kale Kleinschmidt, Huffman and Chaffman. And that'll be a half the distance to the goal penalty. And the clock reads 12 seconds with a timeout, so two, maybe you could squeeze three plays out. I don't know if that's a first down, Doug. That was a 14-yard that's correct. It should probably not be first down because it's not automatic in high school ball. So from the 25 to about the 12 and a half, it's going to be fourth and one. Yeah, I, I think that's a good play. Make them snap it again. Heads up. Tackle him. Or you know? third down and one because they replay the down. That's third right. and one. 12 seconds to go. They'll still put Techmeyer in the shotgun. Two plays probably for BDS to get in the end zone. And Techmeyer back to pass, looks left, wheel route covered, has pressure, throws it to the end zone, and it is beat away by Ty Chaffin, intended for Ben Elsnick at the goal line. I mean, compete, Doug. Again, that's going to be a touchdown. Elsnick's got it. Chaffin just goes up with second and third effort to knock that ball away. And again, Techmeyer just kept the play alive and kept the play alive and kept the play alive. And this will be the final play of the half, barring some kind of penalty. Doesn't matter that it's fourth and one. There's only five seconds remaining. So BDS has to cover 12 yards here. Burwell needs to come up defensively to send it to halftime at 22-0. Empty backfield, Techmeyer takes the snap, rolls left, looks back to his right, under pressure, throws the crossing route, complete but tackles short of the goal line, and time will expire as they got it to Christensen, and Sykes was able to tackle him at the three, and that will send us to halftime of the D1 state championship game. But BDS's offense really picked things up in the second quarter. They managed just 44 yards in the first quarter, and they went for over 150 in quarter number two to lead it 22 to nothing. That should be something that uh, Burwell should be able to build on, Doug. That was a big-time stop there. That tells you they're not out of this thing. 
They've got the big they, – they need to come up with a big stop here in the second half. Keep this thing where you, they need to get the ball back with it still at 22 to nothing. We will take a break. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is coming up here on ESPN Radio with your score 22 to nothing. BDS over Burwell in the D1 State Championship. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets a job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your carbine experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. When a person first starts becoming aware of much of anything in Hastings, Mary Lanning Hospital is always part of that. The hospital has tried very hard to be a good neighbor and to be a part of the community itself. We're a part of something that's been going on for a long time that has meant a lot to a lot of different people. It's just important to know our heritage. The whole community is a part of the family. If you have a reputation to maintain and you maintain it, that gives you a great sense of pride. I think most citizens of Hastings really appreciate the fact that this hospital is here. It just plays a key role in this community in so many ways. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. At halftime of the D1 State Football Championship, it's the Eagles of Bruning Davenport Shickley 22 and the Burwell Longhorns nothing. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you. And I'm not as concerned uh, or... I guess if you're on a Burwell side, you'd be concerned. You have to be pleased with what BDS has done in the second quarter because Burwell's defense was pretty dominating for the first quarter, and BDS has figured some things out, albeit a couple of scramble plays. Let's let's flat out tell you that total yards, BDS has 202, and 69 of those come on the two touchdown scrambles. So uh, outside of that, you know they've hit the big plays, and that you know whatever that's that's big plays, and eventually if you hit enough of them, uh, that's all that matters. Whatever gets you into the end zone, you don't have to have 13 play, 69 yard drives that get you uh, ground and pound the whole way. But Burwell isn't seeing much better on offense, but now their defense isn't making the plays that they were in the first quarter. Well, yeah, I mean, and and it was the one big drive, Doug. You know they get the ball with five minutes left in the. Uh, half at the two-yard line and go all the way down and score. Outside of that drive, Burwell has absolutely, I think, outplayed BDS, uh, Doug. Burwell, you know, you talk about BDS has, has made the big plays uh, and, and made those happen on those two big plays and then the one long drive. Burwell has gotten the thing in Burning Davenport Shickley's side of the field over and over twice. They've been down in the scoring zone and came away with nothing that is really the, the narrative of this thing, the story of this game, is that Burwell hasn't converted when they've gotten down there with their shot. They've completed two big passes, also one off the tip, and then the, the other one just a, a regular pass there at the end of the uh, – with five – down to that five, six-minute mark. The key was they didn't break either of those, Doug. 
because both of those could have been broken or should have been broken for a touchdown. That's really the key. Burwell hasn't converted. Well, the score is 22 to nothing here at the half. And as we said, Burwell has been stopped four times in BDS territory. The interception in the middle of the first quarter after falling behind eight to nothing. And then they were stopped at the 30 yard line, the 33 yard line, and then the two yard line. And then BDS puts together that 78 yard drive that ends up converting their last scoring opportunity uh, to make it 22 to nothing, which is our Usera moment of the game uh, brought to you by the special people at Usera Care Hospice, caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York, serving all of the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Usera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. I mean, there's no doubt about it. You get stuffed at the two. BDS comes up with the stuff at the two and turns it right around into points that deflate you, and uh, it almost secured the football game here because uh, BDS nearly scored again, stopped at the three when time expired. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I, I think what you've got to do is Burwell's got to come out in the second half with that same defensive intensity, and like I said, they need to take an offensive snap only down 22. We will take a break. Mike Will has a sports update coming your way during this break, and then we'll look at the first half stats and have a whole lot more from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln with your score, Bruning Davenport Shickley 22, Burwell nothing each and every game of the state championships right here on ESPN Radio. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. Good afternoon, I'm Mike Will, a Sports Center update on ESPN, brought to you by Plum Creek Boaters in Lexington, where everyone gets a great deal and a great deal more. Well, Clemson is still ranked number one in the latest AP college football poll. The Tigers are 10-0 in the season after Saturday's 33-13 win over Wake Forest. Alabama is second, followed by Iowa, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Rounding out the top ten are Michigan State, Baylor, Ohio State, Oklahoma State, and Florida. Nebraska jumped out to a 19-2 lead and never looked back as the Huskers routed southeastern Louisiana 92-65 last night at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Nebraska shot a blistering 59% in the first half and built a 37-point lead by halftime. Nebraska head coach Tim Miles says both teams continued to play hard even though the score got out of hand. You know, once they, they built the lead, they kept the lead, they really didn't get too foolish. And, um, you know, and that's, that's a tough situation to be in for both teams. Uh, but credit uh, Southeast Louisiana for just com- continue to press, compete, you know, and, and you know, they didn't lay down, and that's, that's a mark of, uh, you know, where they're going to be someday. Glenn Watson Jr. led the Huskers with 14 points. Ty Webster had 13. Miles says his team still has a long way to go before the conference season gets underway. We've really got some deficiencies with physicality. We know that. But at the same time, if we can make up for it, you know, with really solid, you know, smart play, uh, on defense and in uh, and, and very good offense, uh, you know, we've got a chance that way. Nebraska is now 3-1 and one in the season. They'll play host to Arkansas Pine Bluff on Tuesday. Tip-off will be at 7. And while before you on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5, beginning with a pregame show at 6.04. 
The Nebraska women's basketball team wraps up its four-game season-opening homestand tonight when they face Southern at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Tip-off will be at 7 o'clock. We'll have the game on 1230 KHIS, beginning with the pregame show at 645. Connor Baronic scored 33 points and pulled down 12 rebounds as Nebraska Carney beat Hastings College 98-74 last night at the Health and Sports Center. The Lopers outscored the Broncos 53-37 in the second half. Hastings assistant coach Doug Rader says the Lopers have a good basketball team. They are. They're a complete basketball team. And, you know, we had some matchup issues. We were trying to guard, you know, Brozek and, and Baronic one-on-one uh, to start the game. And, uh, you know, they were kind of having their way against us. And then uh, we started doubling down on that, and they did a good job finding the open guys. And, and uh, the outside shooters for them shot it well enough to, to kind of separate. Uh, you know, we're basically kind of banking on them missing. And if they hit those shots, then, you know, the, you know we're probably going to lose the game, which 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 what we did. Kendall Ferguson had 11 points for the Broncos. Jake Hansen had 10. Tri-City Storm split a pair of games with Sioux Falls over the weekend. The Storm will play at Muskegon coming up this weekend. And that's a sports update on ESPN. I'm Mike Will. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. In the D1 State Championship game, it is BDS 22 and Burwell nothing. Two more games coming up today, and Larry, the D2 final next will be a rare rematch, especially when you have East versus West still in eight-man football in the 32-team bracket. Very rarely do you get a rematch of the regular season in the state championship, but that's what we'll have here as Humphrey St. Francis takes on Chambers Wheeler Central. Yeah, and Humphrey St. Francis is going to come in. Big defense, uh, like always. Well coached. Uh, both of their coaches, they do a great job. They'll be able to uh, uh, cook something together after that first game. Ch- Chambers Wheeler Central, athletic, fast, I mean, all over the field. And they were the winners uh, by 20 in the uh, first game of the year between these two teams. Tonight in Class B, it'll be uh, Coach Peterson, first year as the head coach, is Coach Schubert now at Papio South, but that has not stopped Aurora. They've run the table. They're a perfect 12-0, and and they will take on another perfect 12-0 and team tonight in Elkhorn South. And Elkhorn South has edged York. They've beaten Omaha Scott. Aurora has taken care of Gretna by two and then rallied from 14-0 down at McCook. Now, very few teams have ever done that, and they won it 21-14. Well, yeah, and I mean, man, McCook's a tough place to play. You play down in that hole. It's a place that uh, really supports its football, uh, so not, not an easy task. Both teams have played big schedules this year, uh, which I think sets them up for this game. They're both tested. Aurora's got a great mix of run, pass. They keep you guessing all the way around. Again, very athletic. Elkhorn South better not have thought that they've already won this or they will not win it tonight. And the fact is, Doug, they may. Elkhorn South kind of got anointed. Everybody thought it was them and Omaha Scott. McCook, York, Aurora kind of got left out of the big discussion, uh, not only at the beginning of the year, but through the year. And you are exactly right. 
the Huskies will beat you, if that's what you think. A quick look at tomorrow's schedule in C1, uh, two uh, schools that have been around a lot. But Columbus Scotus still has not had a ton of football success deep in the playoffs. And they could bring home a state championship tomorrow morning when they take on perennial power, Norfolk Catholic. Yeah, and that one's going to be interesting because Scotus has the, the success that they've had. Uh, they are a great football team. Make no mistake about it. They are really good. Uh, but Norfolk Catholic is just, I mean, it's a machine. They'll be big. They'll be tough. They will hide it uh, from nobody what they're going to do. One of the biggest surprise teams maybe in the finals these two days is Oakland Craig in C2. We saw them uh, defeat Gibbon, and then one of the biggest surprises of all of the playoffs was coming back and beating a Battle Creek team that had thumped them earlier in the season, and it doesn't seem to matter who Aquinas was going to play. They were going to be a heavy favorite, and Aquinas will be that heavy favorite tomorrow afternoon against Oakland Craig. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not so sure. I know I had heard uh, uh, him say, Mimic say at one point this year that he thought this was his best team uh, that he's ever had, and of course, what, he's six or seven state championships, whatever it is, he's won a bunch of them. It's a great team. We said it standing here last year. Uh, what a great football team they were, and they bring Palin. They bring all those guys back. Uh, it will be a tall task. This Oakland Craig deal, they've got an outstanding middle linebacker, a couple great receivers, a big, strong um, uh, quarterback, and then, you know, their running back, Haas Smith, uh, an Ansley Litchfield boy um, that, that went there. They're a big, tough team that clearly doesn't care who they play or afraid of nobody. And in Class A tomorrow night, they were awaiting the Battle of Unbeatens, Bellevue West and Millard West, but Millard North uh, ran a two-point conversion in in overtime. Gutsy call. Coach Petito is back in the finals, and uh, Millard West handled them easily, 42-7 to in Week 2, but that was a long time ago. Yeah, it is. And, I, you know, uh, Millard North, so well coached. Coach Petito does such a great job there, Doug. And I just will say, Millard West is a great football team, and Anna Jessica, the quarterback, is outstanding, but... Last night, as, as I said earlier, as you and I were making our way through the clinic and talking to other coaches, I had a coach put it to me last night in a way that I'd never heard it, and it made a lot of sense, and just said that Millard North is very arrogant about how they do it. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. They do what they do, and they run five, six plays. You know, I mean, they've got other stuff, but they don't care. And I tell you what, they're, I think they've got a legitimate chance to win that football game. So those are your six championship games. We're at halftime of the D1 final. Brooding Davenport, Shickley 22, and Burwell nothing. We'll look at the first half stats right after this on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Nebraska Land National Bank. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Let's take a quick look at some of the stats here in the first half. First off for Burwell, through the air, Victory Sykes is 8 of 17 for 120 yards and one interception. And for the rushing department, Tory Huffman has 11 rushes for 32 yards. Lane Helgoth, 7 for 15. And Victory Sykes, 7 carries, 0 yards. So 25 rushing attempts, 47 yards is all for Burwell. 
So 47 on the ground, 120 through the air, 167 yards of total offense. Ty Chaffin leads the way with six of those eight receptions for 87 yards in this football game. Seven first downs for the Burwell Longhorns, but they're just two of ten on third, which leads them to two of six on fourth down. They uh, have two penalties for 18 yards so far in the football game. And Burwell actually leads the time of possession 14.5 to 9.5. They have the one turnover in this contest. For Bruning Davenport Shickley, on the ground, quarterback Riley Techmeyer, 12 carries, 59 yards at a touchdown. And Kale Kleinschmidt, 5 carries for 29 yards, 17 rushing attempts, 88 yards through the air. Techmeyer, 9 of 17, 114 yards, 2 touchdowns. So 114 on through the air and 88 on the ground. That's 202 yards of offense. And again, they only had 44 of that in the first quarter through the air. Uh, the Christensen boys have uh, done the majority of the damage, each with a touchdown reception. Sam, four catches for 56 yards, and John, two catches for 38 yards in the contest. Also for Bruning Davenport Chickley, one penalty for five yards. They are four of eight on third down compared to the two of ten from Burwell, another telling stat. They have 11 first downs. They have zero turnovers in this football game. And as we said, they are trailing in time of possession, but up by 22 here at the half. Your scoring summary, Burwell went three and out after they took the football to start the game, and a 32-yard touchdown run from Ryan Techmeyer on a third and eight play with 9.17 to go in the first quarter. He added the two-point conversion run to make it eight to nothing, and then Burwell was stopped in Eagle territory, three straight possessions before BDS could get back on the board. A great scramble by Techmeyer hooking up with Sam Christensen from 37 yards out. The two-point conversion was no good, made it 14 nothing at the 10.23 mark. And then after Burwell was stopped at the two, a 78-yard drive capped by Techmeyer's 28-yard touchdown pass to John Christensen. The two-point conversion pass good, 22 to nothing with 3.52 to go. And then Burwell elected to go for it again on fourth down at the 35-yard line, came up short at the 32, and BDS only had a minute, but they marched it from the 32 and got tackled at the three when time expired to keep this at 22 to nothing, and BDS will get the ball to start the third quarter. When we come back, you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. And Helgoth ready to boot it away for Burwell to start the second half, and he'll drive it about a yard deep into the end zone and no chance to return at that time for Kleinschmidt. And first down and 10 at the 15-yard line here for BDS. What do you expect to see right off the bat here, Larry, or what are you looking for? Well, if I'm BDS, I come back and I keep doing the same stuff they were doing. Uh, uh, well, totally different formation we're going to see out of them here. Yeah, it'll be the quarterback, Techmeyer, with his blocking backs ahead of him. Just wants to run to the right side. He's got five, six, seven across the 20 to the 22-yard line. That's what I was going to say. You're up 22 to nothing. Not much run game outside of Techmeyer, and some of that is design, some of it's scramble, but you haven't seen much from Kale Kleinschmidt and nothing from John Christensen at the other wing back. Now he wants to throw out of the no huddle. Double pump, finally lets it loose. It's complete, 
and just short of the first down to Kendall Dixon. It'll be third and one. He really threw it at the line of scrimmage, and Christensen was able to, or Dixon was able to push for a couple of yards. It is third and one. Again, no huddle with both backs to block. It's going to be Techmeyer keeping it. He'll come straight up the middle. He's got the first down, and he will lean forward for about three across the 25 out to the 28. Yeah, this is, if, if I'm BDS here, Doug, that's exactly what I do is, you got the two best running backs in the game. Shorten this second half right now by just running the ball. Make this be about a five- or six-minute dagger drive. Now Techmeyer back to pass, looking for the dagger. He's going to be hit. He's going to be dropped back inside the 20 at the 16-yard line. There were three Burwell Longhorns coming through there. Hofschneider opened it up, and the sack is made by Gideon, and they will drive him back for a big loss on the play of about 12 yards. It's going to be second and 22, and they're still... Lining up into no huddle. They know what they want to do. So Techmeyer on second down is going to go ahead and run it to the left side. Waits for his blocks. Has a little bit of a seam. A penalty flag comes down, which will be holding on BDS. The tackle made across the 20 out to the 23. But this flag is going to move them all the way back inside the 10-yard line. Second and pack of lunchtime for the Eagles. Yeah, and uh, that was Gideon there. Tyler Gideon was who was getting held. Just did an amazing job, Doug. I think they're going to decline it. Yeah, they're going to decline this penalty. Okay. Well, it would have been second down and 32. Instead, it'll be third down and 17. And with the way they've been able to throw the ball, I can see maybe why. So let's see if this pays off for Techmeyer on third and long. He'll roll to his right. Now decides to cut up. He's going to be hit. He's going to be dropped in the backfield. They try to strip the ball. They can't quite get it, but they drop him at the 20. And just like we saw against Amherst, Burwell's defense comes out early in the second half, gets a couple of sacks, and give big credit to Hofschneider in there. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, Burwell's just swarming to the ball, Doug, uh, doing what they're supposed to do. If BDS is going to throw it, they've got to get pressure on him. You're going to get to take an offensive snap here, down 22 to nothing. That's what we said they had to do. Ty Chaffin needs to put a little bit of electricity in him here. So the putt from Techmeyer boots it away. Good spiral. Taken at the 30, though. Has room to run to the left. 35. Fights off the block, and he'll be shoved out of bounds. That's a really good tackle out there by BDS. Uh, shoving him out right across the midfield stripe. But Burwell will start in Eagle territory at the 39-yard line. Yeah, Kellen Ranch did a great job there for BDS, Doug. Uh, that was a great tackle because he was being blocked. I think that was uh, Kale Smith on that one. So Smith, as I look at the replay, otherwise I wouldn't have known either. Well, see, you're amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see what Burwell can do. Continually stopped in BDS territory. And we have a TV timeout here uh, right after the first possession of the third quarter like we did in the first quarter. So BDS 22, Burwell nothing. 9.44 to go in the third quarter of the D1 State Championship game. And a lot will be told right here on this drive. So Burwell came out, did what they needed to do, and stopped with a couple of sacks there of Techmeyer offensively. Sent them in the wrong direction, and they only have half the field to cover to get on the board. But... What they've been able to do, they haven't had a big run play in this football game. They've had one nice pass play. They've had some nice catches. They had one little crossing route that went for big time that ended up at the 22. They marched it down to the two and then did not get in on their next-to-last drive of the half. Well, we'll see here what they think coming in 
uh, out of the half. What adjustment was made by Stack Burwell. Stack the backs behind the right end. They go to the air again. Pressure Sykes rolls, rolls. He's going to have to dump it away and does incomplete. Didn't look anything different than what we saw in the first half. Three men went out. Four in the backfield playing defensive back. Two were pressuring and two on the line. And each man defensively for BDS has consistently got the job done. We mentioned it in the first half. A couple of those passes that Sykes has actually been completed were perfectly covered uh, defensive plays that they just couldn't get a fingertip on. Yeah, no doubt about it. Those two safeties back there, they've got to find a way to run the ball here. Second and 10, and Sykes wants to keep it. And up the middle of the field, he starts left. And every play by both teams starts to the outside, cuts back up the middle. And nowhere to go for victory. He's going to get a couple. It'll bring up third down and eight at the 36-yard line of BDS. Yeah, a lot of athletes on the outside on both of these teams. So many times those plays do start there, and it's just shut down. You've got to get yourself back inside. Again, BDS has hit three big plays, and Burwell has not. They've moved the ball, but it's been the big play that's the difference. Third and eight. Sykes rolls to his right under pressure, slings it out here, sidearm caught, and it's going to be a first down, ripped down at the 26-yard line. Elsnick will bring him down. It's Watts who's been able to step up in key situations. He is not the top receiver by any means on this football team, but you're so concerned with the big guys in Chaffin and Gideon that the junior Devin Watts can help burn you. Yeah, no doubt about it, and that was the out route again. Uh, Victory Sykes got a big enough arm to make that throw. That time they'd run the safety off, so the safety couldn't bracket that route. Watts on the season only 65 yards and a couple of touchdowns. I think maybe we've seen them all on a run play here on first down. Nothing doing up the middle of the field for Burwell. Boy, there just hasn't been much there, and I'd like to see him stay committed to it. They're going to break one of those, Doug. I do believe that. You know, Kendall Dixon... Number 13 for BDS, as is, is tough as he is, he, he looks to me, he overruns everything. He's just running so hard to flow that any type of counter, I think, would uh, be good here. Dixon will chase the smoke and mirrors, I think. Second down, they gave him a half yard out of the eye formation, second and nine. Fake the handoff, wants to throw, going for the end zone, looking for Chaffin, underthrown and knocked away. Burwell wants a pass interference, but it's going to be incomplete. Riley Techmeyer knocks it away. If you watch this replay, Doug, it does look to me like he gets his hand on him, hits him right in the chest, and shoves him away as he knocks it down. So it'll be third down and nine, and Techmeyer cramps up in the end zone, so they are attending to him right now. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Really not an injury, but, boy, your quarterback, your defensive back, your man – is down there, and we saw this in the Amherst game where Eckout became uh, not ineffective, but he sure wasn't 100% for the last quarter and maybe a little more of that game. Yeah, no doubt about it. This is deja vu all over again. So while they attend to Techmeyer in the end zone, we'll take a timeout. 22 to nothing. BDS leads Burwell, 8-14 to go, third quarter. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. 
Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on ESPN Radio, 1460-1550, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Want to let you know about our field conditions, how how much better can it be than being here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln? Our field condition report brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Craig Weeches. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Craig Weeches, your Pioneer Seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. The weather's beautiful. The wind is 5 mile an hour or less. Kickoff temperature was at 50 degrees. What more can you ask for in the final few days of November? This is about as good a day as we have had uh, for the opening day of the state football playoffs, and uh, they took a long time to work on Techmeyer, and he is still yeah, he can't, not ready to go. He can't bend that leg at all. No, but the, the, this weather is amazing. I talked to Coach Newhouse, and he said he'd ordered up some good weather this year for the state championship games, and so far, whoever he ordered it from has delivered it. So, Burwell. Well, I assume that is a cramp, Larry, but. You, well, you saw the replay. He reached right below his knee. Yeah, and they were they they were rubbing that calf like crazy, and where he can't flex that toe. Boy, if you're the coach, you send somebody over there and say, "Just go get it and come back and tell me." I don't want to know over the headset. Somebody go get it and come tell me. Yeah, give me some, give me some fluids too out there. Let's yeah. get him healed up and ready to go. But uh, there's only been. Kleinschmidt's the only kid that's thrown more than a couple of passes besides Now, here's the Techmeyer. key, Doug. Right away, you see uh, Ben Elsnick is going to be out there on Chaffin. That is a mismatch. And they're throwing it downfield, and it is incomplete, and it might be intercepted. It, was. it is going to be ruled a catch. Yes, the one official kind of gave the incomplete, but it was more of the spotting the ball, and it's going to be picked off by Kale Kleinschmidt. Well under throat of the only man in It wasn't the, even under thrown, Doug. He flat threw it to a spot. There was no receiver. Ty Chaffin was the only man down there. Yeah, Ty Chaffin's running a crossing route, and they threw it to the other. I'm not sure what happened there. So Klein Schmidt with the interception, the second turnover for Burwell at the 809 mark. They'll mark it at the BDS 6, and yet again, Burwell. No points in territory. And here's Kleinschmidt, first and 10, breaks it right side, has to be the quarterback, and he is down the sideline, 20, 15, and finally brought down at the 11-yard line. 63-yard run for BDS. The first time that Techmeyer is out of the game. And I'm telling you right now, Ty Chaffin just showed some speed. He grabbed a gear because that thing, it was over, and Chaffin went and chased him down. Oh, that is a backbreaker. Burwell's going in. Oh, no. So BDS is doing absolutely everything that they need to. Maybe Burwell wasn't ready without Techmeyer in there for the new look, but it is Kleinschmidt as the quarterback here. First and 10, just outside the 10. Off the right side, Kleinschmidt uses the stiff arm, stays inbounds inside the 5, and they'll finally mark him out at the 2 in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. BDS has the nail, they have the hammer, and they're two yards away from putting it in. Yeah, I don't see um, him coming back in the game, Doug. Uh, uh, Techmeyer, he's writhing in pain down there as they're working on it. Kale Kleinschmidt, direct snap, right side, and is going to be brought down inside the one. This might actually be enough for a first down. And the uh, White Hat says, yeah, let's take a look at it. They could get inside the one and get a first down, and so they're going to bring the chains in, brought to you 
by our friends at Carney Towing and Repair. They do what they need to do to get you home if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home at Carney Towing and Repair. So they will bring the chains out here and tell us that they are about a link short or they double check and say a link with it. So instead of second down, it'll be first down and goal just inside the one. Yeah, that interception, Doug, had to have a receiver not run out there. They ran that right into the other safety, and he just threw it straight at the safety, expecting a receiver to be there. Oh, what a backbreaker. And then give up a 60-yard run. After Techmeyer goes out next play, here's Kleinschmidt, takes the direct snap, leaps over the pile, and he is into the end zone for an eagle touchdown. 28-0 BDS midway through the third quarter. Yeah, Burwell's, I'm still going to say that you're midway through. Burwell's not out of this thing, but they're going to have to hit a big player too, Doug. So BDS, like a surgeon, is getting the job done, but you can't, you can't but love the big plays that BDS has done. Each score has been because of a big play. They go for two. They bring in Thomas Mick, and the snap goes right through his hands, and the two-point conversion is no good. 7.23 to go. It's a one-yard touchdown run from Kale Kleinschmidt, brought to you by Five Points Bank of Kearney. BDS 28, Burwell nothing here in the D1 state final. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Doug Duda, Larry Baker here on ESPN Radio, and the back may not be broke, but it sure is sore if you're Burwell, and BDS has to love where they're at right now. Yeah, BDS now, just, I mean, your quarterback's out, but you stick your running back back there like they're doing and just go and snapping it to him and running power. You'll be able to do that the rest of the way. For Burwell, this thing is, it just really isn't any different. They've gotten down there to score. You know, Doug, honestly, Burwell's defense has probably play, played about the way they have in any of these big games all year, giving up somewhat of the same type of points in these games. The difference has been the offense hasn't punched the ticket. Fewest points that Burwell scored all year, obviously, was in their lone loss in the rain, the 21 points against uh, Amherst. But besides that, the lowest point out total of the entire season was the 38 in the first game against Clearwater Orchard. So they're used to finishing. Now Techmeyer, they're showing them on the sidelines over there, walking a little bit better right now after that severe cramp. Ready to boot it away again will be Stengel, and this one is going to sail into the end zone, and Chaffin gets out of the way. The sun was in his eyes anyway. He wasn't even sure if he could see that football, and Burwell will start at their 15-yard line. Yeah, and Burwell, <laughs> the speed I just saw of Ty Chaffin uh, on that defensive play, they need to get him loose. I don't think BDS has got anybody that can catch him. If they can get him loose, I mean, that was some serious speed. So first out in 10, Burwell, and they're going to have to execute almost every series from here on out, or BDS will get to host, hoist the trophy for the first time since the consolidation. They'll hand it to Huffman. He'll turn the corner and be drugged down from behind at the 18-yard line, a short gain, maybe two and a half yards, and over there is Guinness in on the tackle. 
Yeah, and they just went student body there. They put Chaffin in as a tight end and just had him kick the guy out and pulled everybody uh, to the perimeter. Got two. Again, just hasn't been a lot of money to be made on the perimeter. Burwell just hasn't been able to run it. Here's an offset look here with a double wing, and they're going to go with that inside handoff on a reverse. It's Helgoth to get the first down to the 25-yard line, and again, when you line up in a different formation, you're kind of giving away what you want to do, but it was quickly snapped to Sykes to Huffman, who had it in his possession for a tenth of a second and gave it to Helgoth, who got the first down out to the 26. Yeah, they did a nice job there, Doug, moving the chains. So, I, I, I think you need to test vertical here with Chaffin going down the field with Techmeyer on the sideline. Great blocking out ahead of Helgoth, who hasn't been as big a factor as we would have thought. Back to pass Sykes. Pumps, pumps again, fires to Chaffin, and it is knocked out of his hands as he is hit by Ben Elsnick across the 30 out at the 31-yard line. It'll be second down and 10. And I don't have the exact statistics, but... First down passing for Burwell has to just be atrocious in this football game. They just have not. I mean, Sykes is 9 of 22 the way it is, and uh, not many of those are on first down. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't been on schedule yet very much. Uh, early when they had some first down runs, they were. But outside of that, they have not been on schedule. Burwell second and 10 at their own 26. It's a quarterback draw. Sykes, who hasn't got much done here, keeps fighting, bounces off a couple of tackles, works his way out to the 28-yard line. Didn't get much, but he was in a position to not get anything, and there is a penalty flag in the backfield. Yeah, somebody's running their mouth. That was late, Doug, and he just kind of threw it, kind of disgusted, it looked to me. And we've got an unsportsmanlike conduct on BDS. Definitely what you don't want up 28 to nothing and probably shouldn't be upset. Maybe you are a little encouraged. And so a 15-yard penalty on an 80-yard field obviously moves Burwell into good shape into Eagle territory. And yet again, they are in BDS territory. I mean, frankly, Larry, when was the last time that they weren't in BDS territory? They haven't had to punt the ball just that one time on the opening series. All right, now they're going to split them out here. First down and 10 out of the shotgun again is Victory Sykes. He'll drop back to his right, looks deep, throws it for all he can, and Chaffin gets turned around, and it is incomplete. Trying to get through the double team there of Elsnick and Kendall Dixon. But if he keeps that outside, there is no double team. The only reason the double came is because he ran into the middle linebacker's bubble. That was supposed to be, he kind of ran an out and up, uh, kind of a slow wheel. Uh, that was going to be open, Doug. If he keeps that on the sideline, it was a beautifully thrown ball. Not sure why he took it back inside. Now, there was definitely nobody there. <laughs> so I wonder if they run the same thing here and then just throw the deep post. Second down and 10. Back to pass. Screen to the outside. A little underthrown, but the catch is made to the 30. Dragging defenders inside the 26 to the 25. Gideon has enough for the first down for the Longhorns. A gain of 12. Yeah, I'll tell you, get a score, and who knows? Get a score. They have had so many opportunities, and BDS just keeps coming up big on fourth down. First down and 10, Burwell. Again, a long way to go. 25 yards away here. BDS leads at 28-0, 545 to go in the third quarter. 8-0 after one, 22-0 at half. BDS scoring on their second possession here in the third quarter. Here's that double wing look again. Helgoth in motion, and they'll go to Huffman. He's just going to keep it this time, and he is smacked after a couple of yards to the 23-yard line. Boy, there are always black and silver defenders on the ground making it hard to go. Coaches upstairs need to tell him right now, 
run that play, run it exactly the same way, but have the quarterback pull it, pull the lineman, do everything, pull it, and and keep the thing on the front side. What's happening there, the tackle was made by the DN. They're just following their pullers right now, Doug. As the offensive lineman pulls in front of them, the D-line is just chasing. Right now, if you keep that, there will be nobody out there. Second down and eight, Burwell at the BDS 23-yard line. They're not going to get this playoff. Trying to call a timeout, Burwell did. The play clock was at four when they broke the huddle, and the Longhorns are going to have to burn it. And again, you know when you send in that play, it's something a little off of your sheet that you don't run very often, and so they didn't get out of the huddle soon enough. So our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank with 4.53 to go in the third quarter. Bruning Davenport, Shickley, 28. Burwell, nothing. Longhorns at the Eagle, 23. Second and eight when we return. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to the State High School Football Playoffs here on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you. From the D1 Championship, second and eight, Burwell at the 23-yard line, double wing again, Helgoth in motion. They'll give it to Lane and nowhere to go. He's upended and falls forward for a yard. Fake the reverse there. That time they just faked the reverse. Getting double wing. I mean, they're just calling anything now. You can't blame them. Oh, uh, got any way to get in the end zone here. And sometimes you got to tell your kids that. Just get in. Like, I don't care what you got to do. Figure it out. Here's the play. Get it into the end zone. <laughs> they just need something to happen to the purple and white. BDS has made things happen, and they have shown why they are one whale of a football team coming into today perfect on the season. Out of the shotgun again. It's a screen play, and it is complete to Hofschneider at the 15, and he'll be brought down at the 10-yard line. Well covered again, but the hand that went out in front of Hofschneider didn't tip the ball this time, and it'll be first and goal. Yeah. Elznick was there, but he just didn't get it. it. Just didn't get a fingernail on it. Yeah, he cut that thing in front, but did you see how he could do that, Doug? Because he knew he had somebody behind him to make the tackle. That's that too high safety look, that bracket look. He can play the ball there because if it gets caught, uh, he's got a defender behind him. First and goal at the 10 on the I formation. Sykes rolls right, throws to his tight end. It's complete to Chaffin inside the five, pushed out of bounds at the four. For the second time this afternoon, Burwell's inside the five-yard line, our Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. And, of course, we want to say thanks to all of our sponsors. When you're in the zone to find a newer used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, second and 42nd, Kearney's hometown Ford store. They'll mark him out of bounds actually at the five, so second and goal at the five. Out of the power eye formation again. Sykes takes it, fakes the handoff, quarterback naked bootleg. He's going to get into the end zone, and Burwell has scored their first ever touchdown in the state finals. A five-yard run from Victory Sykes with 3.52 to go in the third. Yeah, that's exactly what we said. Any type of counteraction is going to work. Dixon and those linebackers are flowing so hard, Doug, down there. And I mean the whole town of Burwell is here. And they finally get a chance to make a little extra noise. Yeah, Burwell always travels well, a little uh, extra uh, well today. 
And now I'm wondering, do you kick it or you go for two? And it looks like they're going to go for two in a 28-6 game. And they'll run the same exact play. Sykes cuts it up, gets hit, stretches. He's in for the two-point conversion. And with 3.52 to go in the third quarter of the D1 State Championship, Burwell is on the board, but the Eagles of Bruning Davenport Shickley have a comfortable 20-point cushion. It's BDS 28 and Burwell 8. Our five-point bank touchdown, a five-yard run by Victory Sykes, and we'll kick it off after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The state football playoffs on ESPN Radio brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. So the Burwell Longhorns have cracked through here at Memorial Stadium, and Lane Helgoth will put the ball on the tee, trying to pound it into the end zone and make BDS start at the 15-yard line. As he approaches, boots it. This is going to be returnable. It is caught on the run at the 8-yard line and up the field to the 10 to the 15. Kleinschmidt, room 20, 25, 30, and he'll finally be brought down at the 32-yard line. And BDS with good field position here to start after Burwell gets on the board. I'm looking here. Nope, it looks like Kleinschmidt's going to take the play. Again, a severe cramp. From starting quarterback Riley Techmeyer suffered on defense. And then the next play, an interception, and then a 67-yard run by Kleinschmidt set up a one-yard run that got them their score here in the third. So all they do is set the backs right in front of Kleinschmidt out of the wildcat formation, and he follows them left to right, and that's what he does here to the left side. Cuts it back. He fumbled the football. It's loose on the ground, and Burwell's covered it. Burwell's covered them all at the 29-yard line. On top of it is going to be Jordan Scott. And Caden Owens absolutely dropped the hammer, Doug. They had him stood up, and then Jordan Owens comes in, and I mean wrecked him. What a great play. Now here we go. Burwell's uh, got a chance to cut this thing to a two-score game going to the fourth. Well... Old Dad Jason's going to be proud of that one, and Burwell ready to throw. It's going to be an underneath complete to Chaffin at the 27-yard line, a short gain of about two and a half, and it'll bring up second oh, down. They were trying to go to Tyler Gideon, Doug, and he's going to be wide open. He runs into the umpire. Oh, that's where they were trying to go with the ball. There was not a defender out there, and he ran into the umpire. So Burwell, once again, will have to overcome second down and eight at the 28 of the Eagles. Out of the pistol with one back to block Helgoth. Back to pass, same play. Now going down to the middle of the field. Watts is open. Watts has got it. Touchdown, Burwell. A 28-yard touchdown pass, and the Longhorns have scored twice in 52 seconds. I'm just telling you, look out. We've seen them do it before against what I think is even a better team. Burning Davenport, Sheckley's best players on the sideline. Their coaching staff, their kids, things will get tight, Doug. Two plays and into the end zone. It's 28-14, and they'll line up to go for two again. 
out of the power eye. Five linemen, Sykes takes it, hands it off. Huffman bounces outside but won't get there. And the two-point conversion is no good. So BDS staying on it, staying focused, getting the job done there with the tackle from Stuart Rohr. But we got a football game with three minutes to go in the third quarter. BDS 28, Burwell 14, our five-points bank touchdown, a 28-yard pass from Victory Sykes to Devin Watts. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your carbine experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom! Helgoth will boot it away again. This is going to be just short, and Kleinschmidt will take it at the 1. Up the right side, 10, 15, 20. Gets out to the 25, and he'll be brought down there. And that's where BDS will take over. First down and 10. But Burwell strikes immediately after the first Eagle turnover of the game. And it looks like it's still going to be Techmeyer on the sideline and Kleinschmidt to take the snaps. Yeah, and I'm sure it'll be that same formation with the two backs behind the guards. They'll throw it out of this at some point, Doug. So again, your big ends are in there blocking, and they're going to throw up the left-handed. Kleinschmidt throws it down the field incomplete, looking for Holden Stengel. This time, BDS thought maybe he was held. Ty Chaffin on the coverage, and Chaffin goes 25 yards down the field to pick up the ball for the official. That nice will bring kid. you some brownie points. That'll, right. that'll give you maybe just a little edge later on in the game. Yeah, that, I mean, that's the right call. Like, I mean, you, you saw that coming. They were going to try to throw it, but Burwell did a good job mauling those tight ends and not letting them off the line of scrimmage. So Kleinschmidt now again. Pistol formation, Wildcat, whatever you want to call it, brings it straight up the field. Huge hole, and he is gone. Can they catch him inside the 20? 15, yes, they will. Chaffin got him at the 14, but, I mean, he went right up the middle untouched for 50 yards. He landed on the ball, Doug. It'll be interesting to see if he can get up. He shook up, but he will get back on the field. But it is going to be first and 10 at the 14. You're right, though. Normally the kid would be gone, but Chaffin has chased him down twice. And now Kleinschmidt back down to the field, and he's cramped. Yeah, he's off the field, but uh, Techmeyer just came back on, Doug. So quarterback Riley Techmeyer has returned and finds it first and 10 at the 14. Up 28-14 over Burwell. Same formation, same play. Runs off the right side. He'll be ankle tackled out there again by Jordan Scott. Here's a name that we haven't called, so I'm checking to see an injury down here for Burwell, but I don't see anybody being attended to in the games that we've called. I don't remember calling Jordan Scott's number. He's made two big plays here. Victory Sykes, I saw grabbed his back over and over and over. He may be in for Sykes, just they're giving him a rest on defense. Second down and nine at the 13-yard line. Kleinschmidt back in, same play, over center, lowers his shoulder, gets to the 10, and they'll give him the nine, a gain of four. It'll be third down and five 
Two down territory to go here for BDS. Two minutes and counting in the third quarter, 28-14 Eagles. Now they're full strength here, it looks to me. They've got Kleinschmidt and uh, Techmeyer back in the game. So Techmeyer, they get out of that wildcat formation. Techmeyer with an empty backfield. Kleinschmidt is the left end. They'll roll right. Techmeyer to throw underneath. The ball is batted picked and off. picked. Batted and picked at the 15 and returned to the 19-yard line. Back-to-back turnovers. Burwell comes away with it. And I mean, they're electric, Doug. This crowd's going nuts. Their kids are going crazy. Yeah, that was just straight picked off. Right by Lane Helgoth at the line of scrimmage. That was a touchdown that could have been the dagger. Now let's see if Burwell can come up with the big play. What a third quarter for the Longhorns, Doug. It's 28-14, and we've got a timeout on the field, so BDS can settle down. 1.35 to go in the third. Burwell had been shut out until the 3.52 mark of this quarter. They've scored twice, and they have the ball back with 1.35 to go in the third. It is BDS 28, Burwell 14. Looks like maybe that was a TV timeout because it's going to stay here, and Burwell will get the ball at the 21. So, as we've said, and you said numerous times, that 20-point lead is different in eight-man. Can Burwell make their second monumental comeback in the playoffs? Sykes out of the shotgun, drops straight back to pass. Three-man rush. Now has to scramble, and he's going to be tackled at the 11. He stepped away and couldn't keep his balance as Stuart Rohr gets credit for the sack. And just a simple thing like that can change the momentum back to the Eagles' side. Yeah, and Roar did a great job there. He just fought and fought and just reached out and got the shoelace. Uh, and Sykes, as he took two more steps, just wasn't able to keep his footing. Burwell's going to get it spotted at the 12. So it'll be a loss of nine, and it'll be second down and 19 for the Longhorns. If they can convert and get a first down here, it'll take him into the fourth quarter. In good shape. They'll go with that double wing. Sykes takes the snap. Goes that inside handoff again, but BDS, you're not going to fool him twice. Hell got the Huffman, and he got back to the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be third and 19. Doug, it's Roar making the tackle, and they're running away from him. Roar, all Roar is doing is following his puller. I'm telling you, call that play. Tell the quarterback to keep that sucker. He's got a blocker out there in the receiver. It will be the blocker in that receiver the safety, and victory Sykes, and Sykes can run, baby. Here comes Watts, and again, Burwell's got to hustle. Seven seconds, they're still in the huddle. I would not burn a timeout here. Don't burn it. Take the delay. They get the snap. Sykes rolls right under pressure, throws it up for grabs, and it is incomplete. It actually went over their heads. Sykes in a jump ball at the 35-yard line, and it'll be just the second punt of the ball game for Burwell, the first since the opening possession of the game, stopping the clock, with eight seconds to go. Yeah, and some of this, now that you got it to 14, you know, that was all deep downfield throws. One of the things is, is, okay, you were down by 20 and 28 and all this kind of thing. What they need to do is, okay, relax. We got this thing now to where it's a two-possession game. We're still in the third quarter. We don't have to be in catch-up mode here. Ready to punt it with no rush. Short punt, fielded at the 34. Kleinschmidt gets to midfield, down the right sideline, lowers his shoulder, runs over Huffman, who makes the tackle at the 31-yard line. So, again, short field for BDS. That's going to be a 34-yard punt, and it's returned from the 34 to the 31, so a 15-yard return. And we've got 12 minutes of football left here in the D1 State Championship game. 
Brooding Davenport, Shickley 28, Burwell 14. The state football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Nebraska Land National Bank. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. Thanks for listening to the state football playoffs on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, Larry Baker back at the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank, member FDIC. We start the fourth quarter after a nice putt return from Kale Kleinschmidt. He's back in as the quarterback of the Wildcat formation for Riley Techmeyer. They lead Burwell 28-14. As we start the fourth quarter, but again, excellent field position. They're able to overcome the interception inside the red zone, and then Burwell went three and out, had to punt after a big sack. First snap, Kleinschmidt. He'll come right side, and Hofschneider will crawl on his back, but when you tackle him forward, it's always two more. He'll get to the 26. That's a gain of five. 27, a gain of four. Yeah, and they just do a good job there, Doug. They're just making it a mass of humanity, and he's a good enough runner. Uh, He can get in there. I don't I think now if you're burning Davenport Chickley, you're up by two scores. Don't get cute. Uh, just keep trying to get first downs in as simple a way as possible. It would be very tough for BDS to lose with eight more points. Yes. At least in regulation. Same play. Kleinschmidt right side comes outside. And this time Hofschreiner and Scott able to kind of stand him up and bring him down at the line of scrimmage. It'll be third down and six. Stays in bounds, though, and that'll be very important here for BDS as this fourth quarter progresses. Don't get out of bounds in the high school game. It's going to stop it every time for you, and the clock will continue to run, and 25 seconds at a chop can end up being pretty big in the last two minutes. Well, yeah, Doug, and also that punt return was such a big deal because it puts you in a spot on the field where it's four downs. There's no decision to be made. From first down, you know you have four downs. Third and six out of the Wildcat. Kale Kleinschmidt with his two blocking backs. No wideouts at all. He'll take it straight up the middle. Off left guard. He's not going to get the first down, but he's going to get a good chunk of it. Inside the 25 to about the 23. Five yards, third and one. And they and they are... Fourth and one, pardon me. going to bring Tegmeyer in here. I think what that allows them to do is spread the thing out. They're still going to run the ball but this allows him to spread it out. Well, you can tell he is very sore. He would have very limited mobility. Kleinschmidt comes out. So it's fourth and one at the 22-yard line of Burwell. For the first time, he's actually going to come up under center. What will the call be for BDS? Quarterback keeper around the right side, and he has got the first down barely to the 21-yard line and just enough inside the 21 following his right guard, Kendall Dixon, and his right end, Sam Christensen, and he's down on the field again. Yeah, I would say he's done. Um, BDS is doing a really good job here, Doug. I know it's early in the fourth quarter, but 
they haven't snapped any one of these uh, plays in this drive uh, before the play clock's down inside about two seconds. And again, our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. They're actually going to, once again, bring the chains out in a ESPN broadcast record third time. So keep that in mind, referees. Here in the state finals, we've seen the chains brought out three times so far, but they can't measure it yet because it's right where the injured player is right now and in injuries. It's 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 with the uh, it's with the cramps. So again, this is a fourth down measurement here. If they don't get it, and we missed it earlier, we thought that Burwell didn't get it, and they did. I don't think they have this. And Techmeyer is trying to get off the field under his own power, but, boy, the kid can hardly walk if you're watching on TV. I mean, that looks like 90-year-old grandma trying to get off the field right now. It's not good. As they stretch the chains, it is a first down for BDS by the nose of the football. The chain gang bringing out the chains, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home, Carney Towing and Repair. A reset for you, 10.06 to go in the game. Bruning Davenport, Shickley 28, Burwell 14 here in the D1 state final. Coming up next at 2.45, the D2 state final, Chambers, Wheeler Central, and Humphrey St. Francis. So quarterback Riley Techmeyer is again out of the game, leaving the junior backup, Kale Kleinschmidt, to snap the ball. And right now they're not even coming down in their stance, just waiting for the play clock to run under 10 using as much as they can at the 21 of Burwell. And Kleinschmidt to the right side, follows his blockers, and drags Burwell defenders inside the 15 to the 14 to the 13. And boy, you would have thought, why didn't they do this all game long? Larry, what do you look at here for Burwell trying to stop? Because again, this is an offense with what they're running. If you put all eight in the box, two yards is all the way. Yeah, six inches is six points. On that, but what you got to do is you just have to tell me you just got to get tough. Use your hands on defense. Don't get blown off the ball right there. Hofschneider's buddies didn't help him. The reason that went for about eight more was because he was trying to strip the ball and nobody showed up to hell. Second and two at the 13. Kleinschmidt, most of this has been off the right side. And up the middle, he will get it to the 10. Break a tackle, nine. Bounces outside. Burwell and Lane Helgoth and Jensen and... The rest of the crew trying to bring him down. They will, but it is a first down and goal for BDS in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone. 28-14, just under nine minutes to go. The ball at the Burwell nine. Yeah, I think the tough piece here, Doug, is Burwell still is in panic mode in a sense. Like we're behind. All they needed to do is get a stop here, you know, trying to strip it. Yes, you want to do that, but... They're doing it as if there's two minutes left in the game. And Burwell probably hasn't seen anything like this this year. You wouldn't probably even be prepared for it. Out of the Wildcat for Kleinschmidt, first and goal at the nine. Takes the snap, heads to his right. Gets hit, brought down with no gain. Second and goal at the nine. And that's what I'm talking about right there as Sykes comes in and knocks him down. And off the bottom of the pile, is that Scott again? He's going to come off the field, but you're looking... That's what you're looking at, filling that gap, making the tackles. Well, you've also just seen uh, Jacob Curry come into the game. They're bringing in a little more beef, Doug, up front now is uh, Burwell. It'll be under eight minutes when this ball is snapped. Second and goal just inside the 10. Kleinschmidt takes the snap up the middle, has a hole, has the end zone, touchdown BDS. I mean, just right 
over the center. Stuart Rohr has been amazingly open, and I guess that's your defensive backs trying to fill the gaps and not going, you don't run over your nose guard. Now, the thing is, is BDS has just been great here, Doug, at the end of this third quarter in this uh, uh, fourth quarter. When their quarterback went out and all of their offense went out, they literally, Doug, have ran one play, uh, whether it's been to the A gap or the C gap. They've ran one play uh, since that's happened, and it just shows uh, they're just being bigger and tougher up front. So they'll go for two. 34-14 out of the Wildcat. They want to throw. Kleinschmidt over the middle. He's got Kendall Dixon complete for the two-point conversion. 7.53 to go in the D1 State Championship in BDS after seeing Burwell make a run late in the third. May have quieted any any uh, heart attacks that are going on over there for the Eagles. BDS 36, Burwell 14. Our five points bank touchdown a nine-yard run from Kale Kleinschmidt. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. The first of six championship games here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. BDS gets the first 28. Burwell gets the next 14 and then a pick. But BDS able to answer and now leads it 36-14, just 7.53 to go. Hard to even get the ball back three times conventionally. Yeah, great football game, though, Doug. Wouldn't you agree? You know, many times we get into some of these and somebody gets wrecked and they're not. Uh, this has been a great football game because even when it was 22 to nothing, it wasn't like a blowout 22 to nothing. Burwell had gotten down there, just couldn't punch it in. So ready to kick it away here. We'll be holding Stengel just numerous, numerous times into BDS territory and inside the 30 and stopped on fourth down time and time again, including at the two, which BDS turned around and marched 78 yards. This kick is deep and into the end zone. So a touchback. Burwell will start at their 15-yard line. And Burwell's got to keep their heads up. Uh, we saw a little of this in the second quarter at Amherst, and somehow they found a way to keep on churning. There's not near as much time now, and they're nearly in the same situation. But there is a piece, man. I mean, you know, have some pride. Uh, you know, do your thing here. Put this on tape forever. You know, this opportunity, well, for a senior, clearly will never come again, and for the others, it may not as well. So... Be prideful in how you finish. Line up in the double wing with the shotgun here. Victory Sykes sends Helgoth in motion. Quarterback up the middle. It doesn't work like it does for BDS. He's going to get two for Sykes to the 17-yard line. What that also does is run the clock. They loved to throw the football throughout this game. Sykes is 14 out of 29 for 187 yards. And as a team, Burwell has only rushed for 63 yards. And that, that's what it's going to come down to. Turnovers, big plays, but... BDS shutting down the Burwell run game has been big because Burwell has been able to run it throughout the year pretty effectively. Yeah, no question. And their passing game isn't really built for 
Sykes to follow around the left side. There's a little room. Good block. 25-30-35. And they'll get out towards the 34, I think, is where they're going to say his knee hit. There's a play that he kind of been calling for the whole day, and they are able to get it out here two on one. The secondary has to come over and make the tackle of victory Sykes. Yeah, Doug, that's the 33, exa- not 37, my bad. That's the exact play. They pulled the guys, and they just replaced them. That's exactly right. Mm. Devin Watts will split out wide to the right. Chaffin, who they've held in check, is uncovered in the slot right there, giving him eight yards of cushion. And Sykes to throw, looking down there for Chaffin behind the defender. He's got it, 25-20, 15-10, 5, drags him into the end zone. Touchdown, Longhorns. A 47-yard touchdown strike. The Longhorns have been looking for it all day, and they connect with 6.49 to go. Man, I'm telling you, Doug, I mean, Ty Chaffin, he's a big kid, but he's got some screaming wheels. So it takes a minute and four seconds for Burwell to answer. And now they will line up to go for two. And you look at Chaffin, and he is hobbling off the field. So he is Well, he's going to stay on, but they drug him down by the back of his jersey in the end zone. Probably rolled up on his ankle. Two-point conversion. Sykes trying to take it in himself, and he will. So the two-point conversion will cut it to 14. 6.49 6.49 to go in the football game. Brooding Davenport, Shickley 36, Burwell 22. This five points bank touchdown of 47-yarder from Sykes to Chaffin. It's not over yet in the D1 state title game. No, Mom, it's Josh's turn. I had to take it out the last time. Trash just isn't something people like to deal with. But at Ravenna Sanitation, we take trash seriously and are here to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is ready to meet your needs. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County, is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Find Ravenna Sanitation in the Pleasanton or Ravenna phone book. 13 games in the season, and everybody seems to be cramping up right now, and two of the big ones, Riley Techmeyer, has been out for basically a quarter here. And for Burwell, uh, you look over here, and they are working on Ty Chaffin and a little unusual play here. BDS has called a timeout on the kickoff instead of uh, giving Burwell five yards, and then Helgoth most certainly probably could bang it into the end zone. He's always right around the goal line. And so they burn a timeout here, their first of the half, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. I think that's all about making sure you're set up to cover this onside kick. Right there. They don't want to leave anything to chance. So take the time out here and make sure you don't give Burwell the cheap possession. If I am Burwell, I don't mind the onside kick here, Doug, simply because the way that BDS has been able to return the kicks, uh, you're only talking about uh, maybe 10 yards of um, uh, field position loss. So a football game that has continued on. This has been a long football game. Uh, We have... Continue to roll along here, about two and a half hours, and there is still 6.49 to go. Glad you're along with us on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Helgoth set to boot it away, and in fact, they're anticipating a short kick, and they'll just boot it over the head of Kleinschmidt, and it's going to bounce at the two. He's got to pick it up because it dies up to the five. He'll slide down at the ten, and that's where BDS will take over. What's the penalty? That's a beautiful wedge, and there is a penalty well away 
not well away, but away from the play. He ran left. The penalties to the right. Illegal block in the back on BDS, and that'll move it to the five. Yeah. And the way they are direct snapping out of that wildcat and pistol, and they haven't had a problem all day with the snap, but you can't afford one right here. Not only would you give up two points, you'd give up possession. Yeah, so BDS got to stay clean. Burwell's just got to get the stop, Doug. I don't, there's no, uh, uh, I don't think, secret what's going to happen. You're going to either get the power play or they're going to try to throw it to the tight end out of it. How high are we here at Memorial Stadium? A bird just flew underneath our booth. <laughs> so first and 15 at the five. Empty backfield here. It is Klein Schmidt out of the Wildcat. He'll bring it to the right side. There's a big hole. He'll get to the 9, the 10, the 11, and the pile will continue to fall forward, but they'll mark him at the 11. A gain is 6. It'll be second down and 9. Burwell with the advantage here, but can they take advantage? Yeah, they've got they've got to, Doug. It's simple run. There's no uh, surprise as to where this ball's going. Uh, let me recount that. The penalty was before first down, so it was still first and 10 at the 5, so now it's second down and 3. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. I'll wrap up on the game, the scoring, the final stats, and get you ready for D2. Second and 3. Straight up the middle. Techmeyer hit. Not going to get it. Got a yard out to the 12. It'll be third and 2. Jacob Curry just stuck his arm out and grabbed Kleinschmidt and said, no, 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 no. That was a great tackle. Curry on that line. Helgoth, Sykes, Hofschneider. Well, with the time under 530 by the time they snap this, will it be fourth down and punt or will it be first down and almost victory time for BDS? Again, empty backfield for Kleinschmidt. They will send Christensen in motion. Everybody to the left side, and we've got penalty flags on the play, but it doesn't matter. Burwell got to him and dropped him back inside the 10, but did they blow the play dead? I don't think so. I don't think so either. But was Burwell possibly offsides, and would that be crucial here? It would be a first down if that's the call. Yeah, they're talking to BDS, not Burwell. Illegal formation on BDS. Burwell will decline it. It'll be a loss on the play of three yards and bring up fourth down and four at the 10-yard line and a punting opportunity for BDS. Look out. Ty Chaffin can fly, Doug. If you're BDS, kick this thing to a side. Do not kick it down the middle of the field. And they have kicked it down the middle, kickoff and punt all day. So the punter is Riley Techmeyer. Is he back in there to punt? Yes, he is. And he will hit a low-line driver that's taken on the run at the 39. Up to the 35 of BDS, but there's no blockers. And they'll bring him down right there. Great open field tackle for Kendall Dixon. And not as much of a return as you would think on that line drive kick that covered 32 yards. Yeah, on that touchdown, Chaffin got drugged down backwards. You know, the Terrell Owens injury. And that looks to me like what happened. He's got a really bad ankle. I don't think his wheels are very good here, Doug. A lot of banged-up boys. 4.59 remains. BDS 36, Burwell 22, the Longhorns. First and 10 at the BDS 35. Gideon wide right, Watts slot right. Chaffin alone, man-on-man left. It's a bubble screen out here, complete to Gideon. Breaks a tackle, 30, 25, stiff arm. First down to the 22-yard line for the Longhorns. Boy, that was nice. Little fire screen where they throw the screen and pull... 
uh, your lineman out to the sideline to block those guys and bring the receiver back inside. Very, very nice job there. If Burwell scores there, Burwell's got something cooking because then it's a matter of an onside kick and you get it, Doug. There's still time, depending on how quick, if they can get in. 440 now as they take the snap out to the left and they overthrow Gideon, and they will call it incomplete. That was very close to down the line of scrimmage. It's incomplete, stopping the clock. 438 to go, second and 10, Burwell at the Eagle 22-yard line. 36-22. Remember, BDS was up 28 to nothing at the 723 mark of the third quarter. Yeah, this is kind of the uh, the Creighton deal revisited, Doug. Uh, you know, their semifinal game went very much the same. They just got all the two-pointers there. It was 32-0. Again, three wideouts. How much pressure will come? A three-man rush going with the deep pass to Devin Watts. There's all kinds of contact, and there's pass interference inside the five. That'll be a half the distance to the goal line. It will be enough for the first down. They'll be just inside the 11 if it all goes according to the book. Yeah, and I think it was, Doug. His hands were all over him. He's got to be a little careful showing up the official there. Sometimes in high school, kids want to do the deal they see on TV, and you got to be careful. High school officials don't like to. And Devin Watts again. They are so on Gideon and Chaffin that Watts, it was actually well covered, but right, reached out and grabbed him. So it'll be first down and 10 at the 11. Correct? Yes. No. The ball was at the 22, and they're spotting it at the 13. I, If I'm Burwell, you got to be out there questioning this. And the White Hat is talking to him. This is not correct, unless it's just a 10-yard penalty. Yeah, that could be. I Did he call pass interference? He called done? pass interference. Let's find out. The White Hat looks like he's going to talk to us one more time. There's still some discussion here. Yes, they move the ball from the 12 to the 11, making it a first down, which my understanding would be the correct call here. So Burwell, first and 10 at the 11, and again, brooding Davenport Shickley just needs to find a way to make a stop, and they're going to have the state championship trophy. Sykes, back to pass. Back against the grain, complete at the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Gideon. It's 36-28 with 4.28 to go. All bets are off, Doug, because even here with four and a half minutes left, you can make a decision of kicking it deep and playing defense. Uh, I mean, now you've got this thing to a one-score game. If this was 7 nothing, you wouldn't feel like Burwell didn't have a chance. You know what I'm saying? 35-yard drive, an 11-yard, five-points bank touchdown from Sykes to Gideon. And now this is huge, the two-point conversion. It's going to be follow Helgoth and walking in untouched. Two-point conversion. And it looks like he was hit on his right elbow by a helmet when he got into the end zone for that two-point conversion. And is that, I'm not even sure that was Sykes, was it? Yes, it was. Sykes did line up and take it. So now Burwell could win with a touchdown and extra point. BDS has to find a way to take care of the football. 36-30, 4.28 to go. The kickoff when we return. The three L's of PlatteRiverPreps.com. Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to pass events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. 
Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news. Covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska, go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. We thought this was the way it could play out. This is the way it is playing out. Big lead BDS. Burwell to kick it off, and they will kick it deep, and they will kick it into the end zone. So it will be BDS ball at the 15. Burwell and BDS each have two timeouts. But BDS wants to get a big lead, and Burwell has come back to cut it to six. Yeah, this deal now flat out boils down to can you stop that run, Doug? It's that simple. Quarterback, they're going to go full strength here. They're going to bring Tegmeyer out. Kleinschmidt's out. I mean, this is, I got to believe the offense is fully wide open here with what they want to call, other than quarterback run. I think you can take that out. Do you, do you throw the ball and risk stopping the clock? There's a lot of time left. Techmeyer should not be able to scramble like he did earlier because of those cramps. They will spread it out to try and give him more room, probably for the run. They will send Christensen in motion, give it to him on the jet sweep, and he's knocked down behind the line of scrimmage by Tyler Gideon, who just made the touchdown catch. He'll drop him at the 11. It'll be second down and 13, 14 yards to go. Oh, my goodness, Doug. That was great. That's And that's the exact type of play we saw in the first half. Burwell just wasn't making that tackle. The first guy to get there wasn't making the tackle, and there Gideon is very sure-handed, makes the tackle. You feel sick. For BDS, oh. if this gets away from him, and you feel elation, one you wouldn't ever forget anyway, but Burwell with one of the great comebacks of all time, but they're still 36-30 BDS with the ball, and it'll be Techmeyer to throw deep over the middle, going for it all for Elsnick, and he's got it at the 35, the 40, and into Burwell territory. He looked back over his shoulder, and Ben Elsnick, with his first reception of this state championship, Moves it from his own 11 to the Burwell 36-yard line, 3.40 to go. Yeah, he just got Chaffin kind of spun around, Doug. Uh, I mean, it was just a straight post, and Chaffin got spun around looking for the ball. That is an amazing catch, though, by Elsnick. No question. Amazing catch. That could be state championship catch right there. Still a ways to go. BDS doesn't have to score now. They just need to churn out a couple of first downs. And they'll go back to that Wildcat formation. And Kleinschmidt is now back there to take the snap. He'll take it. He'll come straight up the middle. He'll run into the line. Inside the 35 to the 34. A gain of two. And the clock will continue to run. When does Burwell use their timeout? Still 310 and now counting to go in the game. Well, I think without that deep pass, you do it on third down. You know, in one of these series... If you can get them to third and fourth down, uh, it doesn't do you any good to use them here on first and second yet. Second down, eight yards to go at the Burwell 34. Same wildcat formation with the two blocking backs in front of Klein Schmidt. He's had some big runs here in the half. Trying to draw him off, doesn't do it. Runs to the left side for a rare time and has a little hole inside the 30, close to the first down. That is huge because it's third and one. So not only does it keep the clock rolling, now third and one, you can turn it easily into a first down with two opportunities here. And that's just it, Doug. In this spot on the field, you've definitely got two opportunities to do that. You know, if you're Burwell, you're going, man, it probably was better for us if he gets the first down, but they have stopped BDS on third and fourth and short before. It just is which side. It's kind of a guessing game. Will he go left or right? The money's been right. Third and one at the twenty-six. Kleinschmidt, two minutes to go, takes the snap, straight up the middle. He stood up, but it looks like he'll have the first down to the 25-yard line. So 1.54 to go. 
Two timeouts. The best scenario for Burwell is getting it with just under a minute to go. Now you have to use your timeouts and get a stop here. Once the timeouts start getting used, you're one first down away from uh, winning it here. They don't have to snap it till the 129 mark. You played a second half like 30 to 12. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Not scoring from the two might be the difference. There's a lot of big plays in this game. First and 10 at the 25. One more first down would win it for BDS. Kleinschmidt to the right side. He's hitting the backfield. He breaks the tackle. He gets to the corner. They should let him score. He's smart. He slides down at the 10, and that could do it for BDS. What a heady play by Kalen, Kale Kleinschmidt. He gets the run down to the 10-yard line, 123 to go. Brilliant play, Doug. He slid down most kids, and this is not derogatory towards a kid, but most generally they're a little bit selfish. They want that touchdown in that state championship moment. That is a great teammate right there. That's what you've been taught to do, score. Whether it's make a hoop or score a touchdown, score. Clock running, inside 105 to go. They'll snap it at the one-minute mark left in this game. Kleinschmidt rolls to his left. Cuts it back up, breaks a tackle to the six. He's down to the five. Burwell will stop it with 55 seconds to go. Unbelievable. I just, I just don't think that now that you're Burwell, you just can't let him score because 50 seconds, I don't think that's enough time to score no. twice. Maybe in the back of your mind you think that's my only chance. I think your only chance here is hoping that that ball scores free. That's what I was just going to say. you got to play tough to the ball and uh, – what a gutsy performance by BDS because, uh, you know, this happened to them last week and they pulled it out. Starts happening to them here. Their quarterback gets hurt. The offense gets discombobulated a little bit. Burwell catches the lightning bolts, finally made some of those big plays, and they really haven't buckled. You know, they've bent here a little bit, but BDS never buckled. Maybe part of that's that experience from last year, getting your heart ripped out last year uh, down here. Um uh, has, has just fueled them. They've done a great job here, Doug, in this second half, even though Burwell's made the big comeback. Our timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. If BDS is unable to score, Burwell would not have more than about 15 seconds left on the clock to operate and needing to travel 75 yards, but things can happen. Can BDS put it away right here? Kale Kleinschmidt out of the Wildcat. He'll come to his right side. He will be brought down at the four, the three, and Burwell will use another timeout, 50 seconds. So it only took five seconds, and BDS will have two cracks from the three to finish this thing off. And Kleinschmidt, his shoe gets ripped off, so he's got to work on that during the final timeout used here by Burwell. He might and again, just they go used, with that one. They used one early in the third quarter uh, because the play clock was winding down. They haven't had to be in a position to use it since then, but it Doug, would be huge if they had it. Kleinschmidt will not – I mean, by rule in high school, you do have to have properly equipped is two shoes. I said that as a joke. We know in college or pros he could go without one. Here he can't. They're just now getting it back to him. Uh, but he's really been your player of the game. I mean, he's done it all on both sides of the ball. He's been really, really tough. Uh, And, I mean, he's just gotten pounded uh, running the ball here. Well, and how about Elznick tonight for BDS? He makes the interception in the first quarter in the end zone and then makes that spectacular over-the-shoulder, I don't even know how he saw it, catch 
to set this whole last series up. 50 seconds to go. BDS 36, Burwell 33rd and goal at the three for BDS. And now Burwell's out of timeouts. Klein Schmidt remains in that Wildcat formation, takes the snap, goes left, trying to cut it up. He's into the end zone. Touchdown, Eagles. Yeah, that's fitting that he got it. Those guys up front did a great job as well, Doug. The third touchdown run of the second half for junior Kale Kleinschmidt. Yeah, BDS just did a tremendous job uh, in the, really through this entire football game. What a great football game. Burwell was game all the way through it, I'll tell you that. A 71-yard drive. Well, I guess it was at the 15, but they had the sack. Kleinschmidt going for two. He'll get it in there. 44-30 with 46 seconds to go. Is there enough magic left in those 46 seconds to give Burwell one more chance? We'll find out after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Well, today, once again, BDS appears to have built themselves a big enough cushion to withstand a second-half run for the second week in a row. Yeah, they have, Doug. And, I, you know, it's just a deal. This really will be a, you know, sometimes when you get beat, you just you, you get thumped and you weren't good enough. And But this will be just the uh, missed opportunities will haunt Burwell for a long time. The two-yard line, I mean, they were down inside that scoring zone about four times, three, four times, and just didn't get anything out of it. And uh, that really was the difference. BDS has scored 22 points in each half. The difference, Burwell zero in the first half, 30 in the second half. As they get ready to put it on the tee here from Holden Stengel, and I wouldn't do anything different than he's been doing. If they return it, they return it, but try and boot it into the end zone. He's been about 50-50 today. Chaffin is explosive. Wouldn't mess around with a squib or anything like that. Just pound it. And he will pound it, and it will be taken one yard deep into the end zone. And so Burwell down by 14 with 46 seconds to go. We'll have to uh, start at their own 15, and I guess you use your size here. You're going to have five defensive backs rush two or three if you're BDS and just hope you can get something to happen. If Burwell has a little hook and lateral in their play playbook, maybe they use it right here because they're going to play so far back. But they're going to try and play up a little bit on them. And a swing pass out here to Gideon, and he is going to be dropped behind the line of scrimmage, and there's no timeouts. I guess you're trying to catch him off guard, and the clock will continue to run, and Burwell kind of looks like they know what's going to happen here. Everybody banged up towards the end. Under 30 seconds to go. They'll snap the ball with 20 seconds. Sykes out here in the flat. It's complete at the 15-20, 25, stays in bounds, 30. Still chaffing to the 31-yard line. It stops the clock with 12 seconds. Burwell will have to spike it. Yeah, he needed to get out of bounds there. He cut that thing back into the center. 
waiting for them to get the ball set. Burwell running kids on from the sideline, takes the snap and spikes the football with eight seconds to go. And so time for probably one more play here for the Burwell Longhorns, who made their first ever trip to state, but what a job by BDS. As we said, many people thought that they won it a couple of weeks ago when they beat Guardian Angels and beat a very, very good football team. But I hope that Burwell has proven that they are as good because, you know, not a lot of people make things out of it, but in 15 years you'll look back and see how you were rated. Sometimes it's not one versus two, just one and two because they're in the final. Here's the final snap. Sykes back to pass. Three-man rush. Steps up. Gets sacked. And the football game is over. And the Eagles of Bruning Davenport Shickley are your 2015 D1 state football champions with a 44-30 win over the Burwell Longhorns. A year ago, on the other side of a blowout to Hemingford, today the Eagles take home the bigger of the two trophies, while Burwell will go away with an extremely game effort and another incredible second-half performance but just couldn't get the points in the first half, and they will take home their first-ever state football trophy, a runner-up here in Class D1, Larry. Yeah, it, I mean, great job. You know, you look at it, Doug, like you said, the, the Guardian Angels win. They have to – Creighton coached by – you know, a lot of people know, you know, Creighton coached by Gene Sir uh, again, so great coach, and have that thing go the way it did and come through that uh, and really beat a great Burwell team. And I'm kind of like you. I hope Burwell does get its due. For 15 years, Burwell's been as tough as it gets, whether it's C2 or D1, uh, all the way through it. They beat what a lot of people thought maybe was the best team in the state of Nebraska and Amherst to get here. Uh, and what a great football game this thing ended up being today. 52-8 to last year. Bruning Davenport Shickley fell to Hemingford. But today, all three communities and those that surround them can celebrate as they are able to hold off a huge second-half rally by Burwell to win it 44-30. to The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show with the final stats, scoring recap, and final thoughts are coming up next from Memorial Stadium. Our first of six champions have been crowned the BDS Eagles. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of them. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Two hours and 45 minutes of outstanding football. BDS 44 
and Burwell 30. Our state football coverage brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney and Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As we talked about it the whole game, we talked about it in the pregame. If BDS was up, you know, 14 points, that shouldn't be a big deal in this football game. We expected Burwell to be the one of the two teams or be the team that would be able to come back more than BDS because BDS hasn't been put in that situation, and Burwell has time and time again, even here in the playoffs. And it played out exactly that way, but Burwell just uh, had too much to overcome, trailing 28 nothing at the 723 mark in the third quarter. And you really thought, uh, Larry, when uh, Riley Techmeyer went out on the defense, then they were able to come away with the interception. Burwell looked like they were going to go in. Techmeyer's out. They try to take advantage of that, but some miscommunication. It gets picked. And then on the very first snap that Kale Kleinschmidt took, moving from running back to quarterback, uh, things changed in this football game. Yeah, that's exactly what did it, Doug, was that. He goes out, Burwell was driving right there, and then throws the pick. And and, and then uh, uh, from there, like you said, 62 yards, uh, this thing will be about Burwell's just missed opportunities. Torian, here's Kleinschmidt, first and 10, breaks it right side, has to be the quarterback, and he is down the sideline, 20, 15, and finally brought down at the 11-yard line. A 67-yard run that would uh, allow them to uh, pick up a one-yard touchdown run, one of three. Kleinschmidt, who had just five carries in the first half, had 24 carries in the second half and ran for 218 yards and three touchdowns in this ball game. So Riley Techmeyer was the man in the first half. Kleinschmidt was the man in the second half. You can fill things in, but they didn't have to go to the air, and the only time that was significant was that great reception that uh, was made by... Uh, Elsnick, the only catch he had of the game. Yeah, and I mean, what a great play call down there, too. That's a tough play call because everybody in your town will want to burn your house down, uh, Doug, as a coach, if you don't complete that thing. But it was the right play call at the right time, and it dug him out of the hole and ended the game. Now, Tyler Gideon uh, just getting his medal from Coach and Uncle Luke. And, uh, you know, something you're never going to forget. It's a weird situation. When you begin the playoffs, some teams believe that they are, they all believe, they say they believe, but there are a couple, three teams that everyone believes you're supposed to win the state title. You have the chance to win the state title. Brewell continued to believe as the season moved on. There was a lot of people who weren't thinking they were going to get out of the second round. And uh, let's face it, they were behind with 90 seconds to go in the second round to Blue Hill. And here they're a play away from maybe winning the state title. Probably a different feeling as they receive these medals. Well, sure it is. And I think part of it is, Doug, is, is at the beginning of a season, you do look and go, you know, we're pretty good. Like, I mean, you know, and, and he knew with what he had coming back. And you look around at the skilled guys he had, the size he had. He knew that uh, he could put himself in position. And a lot of times that's what it is. It depends on your draw. You know, you just want to be one of those guys that's in that position. Once you get down to the final eight, right, the final four in each uh, uh, east-west, then who knows? And Burwell just pulled away. BDS 44, Burwell 30. We'll look at the final numbers right after this on the New West postgame show. 
NewTech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put NewTech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Look at some of the significant numbers of our football game, starting with Burwell running the football. Tory Huffman, 15 carries, 38 yards. Lane Helgoff, 9 carries, 24 yards. Victory Sykes, 14 carries, 16 yards, and one touchdown. On the ground, 38 carries for 78 yards of the football game for Burwell. For Sykes, he put it up 36 times. He completed 19 of those for 275 yards, three touchdowns, but had two interceptions, including one in the end zone. 275 yards through the air, 78 yards on the ground, 353 yards in the state championship game today here for Burwell. Had just the two penalties. Those were the first half for 18 yards. They had 20 first downs at the ball game. Still struggled on third down. Ironically, they didn't even have a fourth down attempt in the second half. They were 2 of 6 for the game, and that was all in the first half. They were 4 of 14 on third down here today. The time of possession, 8 seconds from being even. Uh, Burwell had about a a 4.5-minute time of possession advantage in the first half that evened itself out. Each team ended up with two turnovers in this football game. Three sacks in the ball game for Burwell. Nine tackles for loss, and we'll get a chance to maybe look at the defense here in a moment. First off, there's Burwell receiving the runner-up trophy here in Class D1. And again, commend the Longhorn fans. And again, when it's your first time, everybody wants to be there to see it. Burwell hasn't played in many state championships in any sport in a long, long time. They've been competitive, but they haven't made it all the way to the finals. Uh, uh, they've been playing in the semifinals in basketball a few years back. Their volleyball teams years ago, uh, of course, made it deep into the uh, state tournament time and time again, but it's been a long time since Longhorn fans have been able to go watch Burwell play for a state championship. For BDS on the ground, as we said, Kale Kleinschmidt, 29 carries, 218 yards, three touchdowns. Riley Techmeyer before going out early in the third quarter, 19 carries, 64 yards, and one touchdown. And Sam Christensen, one carry for negative four yards. 49 carries, 278 yards on the ground. Through the air, Kleinschmidt tried one pass. It was incomplete. Riley Techmeyer was 11 out of 20, 149 yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. So 149 through the air, 278 on the ground, 427 total yards for Bruning Davenport Shickley. 20 first downs. Each team had 20 first downs, but they were 7 of 15 on third down here today. Four penalties for 35 yards in the football game. They had the two turnovers and one fumble lost. They also had three sacks and seven tackles for loss. It was 8-0 after one, 22-0 at the half, 28-14 after three, and your final score, Bruning Davenport, Shickley, 44, and Burwell, 30 in this football game. And taking a look at the uh, tackles here today, leading the way for BDS, Sam Christensen, 13 total tackles, seven of those were solo. Stuart Rohr, 12 tackles, seven of those were solo. And Kale Kleinschmidt, 10 tackles, six of those were solo. And by the way, Rohr had two sacks and two and a half 
tackles for loss. He's your man on the defensive side of the ball. For Burwell defensively, it was uh, Haas Schneider. We mentioned uh, uh, Chase's name a ton here today. 15 tackles, 8 solo, had half a sack, 2 pass breakups, 1.5 tackles for loss. Jacob Hansen, 14 tackles, 6 of those were solo, a sack and a tackle for loss. Torrey Huffman, 13 tackles. Seven solo and Caden Owens, 11 tackles and seven solo. He also forced a fumble in this football game. So, those are some of your defensive uh, numbers here in this football contest. And 44 uh, 30 BDS ends up coming away with the win. And we're about an hour away from Chambers Wheeler Central and Humphrey St. Francis. They're ready to warm up here. They've kind of shoved the games a little closer together. So, we'll probably have a little delay in that. Who knows? But uh, Larry, uh, some final thoughts before we uh, put the cherry on top of the D1 season. Well, I loved it. Both these teams came up and just competed their butts off today, Doug. It's what you want to see. For Burwell, I understand. Terrible disappointment coming so close. It's been kind of the old magic carpet ride for him all year uh, or since these playoffs have started. Um, So uh, very commendable. Then a BDS, you know, you come down here and you get clobbered last year and you just start over, and they did, and congratulations to them in winning a championship dynamite football game. Let's take a look at our scoring summary, and our wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Burwell wins the toss, takes the ball, goes three and out, and after a nice punt return, Riley Techmeyer on third and eight, runs it in from 32 yards out, a three-play, 34-yard drive, 53 seconds. The two-point rush by Riley Techmeyer makes it 8 nothing with 9.17 to go. Then Sam Christensen, a 36-yard pass from Techmeyer. The two-point conversion was no good. Four plays, 48 yards, 48 seconds, 10.23 to go in the half. It's 14 to nothing. Then J- uh, John Christensen, a 28-yard touchdown reception from Riley Techmeyer. Eight-place, 78-yard drive after Burwell was stopped at the two. Took 304. The two-point pass was good. Made it 22 to nothing with 352 to go. And BDS actually was tackled at the three-yard line as time expired, and they were going in again before halftime. Burwell comes out, forces the three and out, and then that's when the injuries and the cramping started to happen for BDS. Burwell still not able to get on the board. Kleinschmidt able to take it in from one yard out, a four-play 74-yard drive, took 46 seconds. So three of the first scoring drives by BDS were less than a minute. The two-point run was no good, made it 28-0, 7-23 to go. But Burwell would not give up. Victory Sykes, a five-yard touchdown run, completes uh, on 11-play, 65-yard drive. He takes the two-point conversion in, 3.52 to go in the third, 28-8 BDS. And then, after a fumble that was recovered by Scott at the BDS 29-yard line, two plays, Watts holds holds on to a 28-yard pass from Victory Sykes. The two-point run by Huffman is no good, 28-14, three minutes to go. Then we go into the fourth quarter of play, Kleinschmidt, Completes an eight-play, 31-yard drive with a nine-yard run. The two-point conversion makes it 36-14 at the 7.53 mark. A minute later, Ty Chaffin, a 47-yard touchdown reception from Victory Sykes. Sykes runs it in for two. It's 36-22, 6.49 to go, 4.28 to go, a three-play, 35-yard drive. Sykes to Tyler Gideon from 11 yards out. The two-point run by Sykes was good, and all of a sudden, Burwell has got it within six with 4.28 to go but could not score again. Kleinschmidt completes a three-minute, 42-yard drive 
65 yards with a three-yard run, 44-30, and that is your final score. Burwell never got the ball back with a chance to take the lead in this football game. And that is your wrap-up brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Let's take a break and get ready for the next game, Larry. That's exactly right. All six games right here on ESPN Radio. Chambers, Wheeler Central, Humphrey, St. Francis next. Tonight, Aurora and Elkhorn South in Class B with three more tomorrow. This has been the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Bruning, Davenport, Shickley, 44, Burwell, 30. We'll be back in about an hour with St. Francis and Chambers, Wheeler Central here on ESPN. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.